What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. And welcome to the 154th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend Wink, and also we've got good old Maurice here with us from the Operation Metaverse. So what's going on, guys? Yeah! Good day. How's it going? Swell. You got yourself quite the um, goblet there. What are you drinking on? We have a lot to talk about. Uh, I am having a Dark Horse Cabernet. It is, it's like eight bucks and it's spectacular. Here, here. Dude, you Hard can't to go beat wrong. the price. <laughs> Always love the good price. That's true. Alcohols. So. Yeah. I do too. I still, I still need to get up to the Costco and get your sangria, but... That's that's all beside the point because we figured what better week to bring on our friends from Operation Metaverse than the week that Grand Arena Championships unofficially officially starts, um, exhibition officially starts. So, I mean, it's going to be a great night, right? Yeah, should be. I mean, I got. We got all kinds of speculations and theory crafting and hopefulness to go on. And yeah. And Dark yep. Horse. So, <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I got so some exciting one- news for everybody out there that is a Spotify user. Uh, listen yeah. to the music and everything else. Uh, Spotify recently, I think within the last year, added podcasts to their service. And so for everyone out there that uses Spotify, you can now download the podcasts right inside of your Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you can follow the podcast on Spotify and get everything in there. So, yeah, it's a pretty sweet deal. I uh, got that on there this week, and everything, everyone from episode 1 to 153 should be on there. So whatever you want to find, it'll be there. Uh, well, I guess we might as well just jump into this first topic. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? I mean, this was one hell of an exciting week for me in Swoga. Um, actually not really, it's kind of boring. So, 
I geared 12 Django, which is awesome. I've just been dying to gear him up, and I finally spent some gear on him. And Droideka. I uh, took Droideka to gear 10. Um, haven't invested any more than that, but just kind of getting there. Droideka is not quite seven star yet. Once Droideka hits seven star, I'm probably going to take it to gear 12 because it's a rolling ball of awesome. Um, but I don't know how double drops were for you guys, but on jet for Jedi Knight Anakin Starfighter, I did uh, the 25 and 50 crystal refresh all three days. Which totaled 45 attempts, and I got six shards total. <laughs> in double drops? In double drops. That's brutal. Is... No bueno. I and think you I... know what's funny is I, I so I got six uh Starfighter shards. I also got six Zetas during double drops. Not that great either. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say because I was 75 out of 100 when they started and I finished them in a day and a half. So I didn't even use all of my double drops on it. I actually finished up. Uh, I, I actually finished getting Sith Fighter to six star and about 20 out of 100 with the double drops after nice. finishing JK. So. I did not experience the same thing as you. I must have been given your shards. So, I will take them. Yeah, apparently. Well, at least you got them and not my first Grand Arena opponent or something like that. Yeah, that would be bad. Well, actually, it wouldn't matter because there's no ships in Grand Arena. Well, yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, good old Maurice, what did you do this week in Swaga? Well, besides moving closer to the train station, <laughs> I, I, I haven't been doing much at all, really. I've been hoarding stuff. Um, we were kind of chatting about this before the stream. I'm really excited about Watt Tambor. I'm kind of saving gear and, and Zetas for him. Um, kind of seeing exactly what we need in terms for the, uh, you know, the dark side territory battles. Because, you know, there's, there's more than likely going to be a Zeta or some weird team comp that's going to be required for some sort of special mission. So just kind of hoarding. Um, you know, I, de- I developed my Shakti clone team to take out Grievous, and that is now <laughs> no bueno. It doesn't work at all anymore, thanks to the IG-100 rework. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Rough. perfecting my Padme team, you know, watch your video, try it out, try it out. Getting there, getting very close. I'm still missing the Zeta, missing some six E's, but it's uh, it's coming along. Which Zeta are you missing? Ahsoka's. I think that one feels like the least valuable. Yeah, probably. Um, but that is a Zeta, you know, because they'll have something that counters Darth Revan eventually, and then that Ahsoka Zeta will probably be much, much better. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna put it on anyway. But we'll see. Yeah, it's it's on. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Yeah, I, uh, I I forgot to mention that this week in Swaga, I, I also made a video about my Padme team, which you can find on our YouTube channel. Um, you know, youtube.com slash shattered order, was it? Shattered order pod. Um, 
go there and you will be able to find it. But yeah, those uh, those health primaries are amazing for that team. I wouldn't know because mine is still not unlocked. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, bummer. a bummer. One day. Actually, my week in Swaga has a lot of preparation for that. So. Instead of keep money joining us, she's just going to troll me from the chat here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Get, get in here. I have to accept it this time because I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, gotcha. That it makes was sense. me. It was my fault. All right, all right. Nope. And, and she there? We, All right, we have someone joining the joining the podcast live at the moment. Up here, uh, live on the air. All right, stuff. hold on. Uh, let me get Maurice and Wink back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just if if she'll get my in. way through things. Oh. Don't worry about me. All right, everyone, we will have this. Hey! Back. All right, there's Wink. Now that I've completely screwed up Skype tonight, like, like earlier, I hung up. And now Skype has force closed itself. I love the way things are going. Do you guys have Christmas decorations up? I see Yoda in a Santa outfit, but it looks like you've got a little bell behind you too in your philodendron. Uh, no, no Christmas stuff. Well, I mean, I do have my Christmas Yoda. He's a little Yoda nutcracker. His mouth doesn't move, though. It's kind of dumb. I was rather annoyed when I found that out. Where does he crack the nuts then? <laughs> well, on his chat, well, in his throat? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, it's a little bit of a odd nutcracker, but it's a Yoda. Like, I had to get it, so. Yes. All right, for everyone watching the live stream, I'm currently fixing the look of everything. So just give me two seconds and everything will be fine. Very nice. I'm back. He's back. All right. Uh, so, um, Timai, what did you do this week in Swaga? Um, this week in Swaga, we uh, had a big TW. We went up against uh, a great big guild, and we won, which put us third place in the galaxy. Uh, so that was pretty, pretty awesome. And uh, I was hoping nice. we were going to be first, but no dice, squeeze. no dice. I can work with that little squeeze. I can adjust my camera and get in that little crack. <laughs> there we go. Wait, now. I got to go and see what we're dealing with here because I have, uh, you know what I have. You know what I've got. <laughs> well, uh, I'm prepared for you this time. It's a bit of a dumpster fire right now. <laughs> Give it just a second. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, we, we did that. That took a lot of time. And what else did we do? Um, I have perfected the Padme team. Not perfected, but I think as good as it's going to get. So that's been Ooh. exciting. Tons and tons of arena battles. I haven't done that in a while. You know, burning, nice. burning so many counters, so many crystals in arena. It's a lot of fun. And it's, um, I don't know if it's my favorite part of the game, but it feels very good to kind of conquer that and kind of check it off. So. Yeah, that's going to be my yeah. week. I will say for all the Padme teams out there that have 60 all these mods, 
uh, you're more than likely going to have to add 20 to 25 speed to all your characters very soon. <laughs> so it's it's going to be going to be interesting. Darth Revan is back to being just disgusting. Oh man, it's going to be nasty. <laughs> Sith, Sith Marauder yeah. is a nightmare <laughs> for this team. It's a get yourself like a 270, 280 Sith Marauder, and it really yeah. puts a wrench in things. So, um, <laughs> just go ahead and get it to what's his base speed, like 105 or something. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, go get yourself a little 170 or 270, 280 Sith Marauder. I, I basically put all of my mods on Sith Marauder and Darth Malik earlier, <laughs> so I completely neglected the rest of my roster to try to make them Padme and Jedi Revan proof. Get a 330 uh, speed nice. Darth Malik. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little silly, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Gom is a hipster. All right. Clearly, this was not the night to debut. <laughs> Did you see my joke in chat about you going back in time because you're dressed like an eight-year-old little boy? Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, he's loving funny. it. <laughs> um. So, uh, we. Uh, the other thing I forgot to mention was. Um, we fought Sith Happens this week in Territory Wars. Shout out to those guys, but they barely ended up beating us. Um, I didn't even know we were like top in the top 60 we 67 before the last Territory 67. War. Yeah, so we were we were like on the freaking leaderboard and then we we blew it. Blew it, Jerry. They blew it. Um <laughs> yeah, uh not not good. So, um, we we probably we would have climbed top fifty. We would have been right right on your heels, T Money. But uh, <laughs> alas, we'll wait till next month. We'll catch you. Is my camera frozen, or am I just sitting there staring into space? I'm sitting there staring. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So I kind of thought that this might be sort of fun with Grand Arena starting up. Very exciting stuff. And they added all these new stats to, you know, to your uh, to your profile. Don't, don't worry, I didn't do anything this week. Oh, you didn't. That's fine. Go yet? No, go ahead. Go. Continue. He no. told me before the show that he doesn't he doesn't care about you. I know. I, I, I can tell. Forgot. Completely well, skipped you, me. You spent no care. You spent your time world. adjusting windows and stuff. Yeah, so what did I you do? Finally finished it. Uh <laughs> anyway, so since I don't have Padme, I was working on uh, the separatists for the for Grand Arena and for the Geo territory battles and I finally got I seven star Droideka this week. And gear 12 him. I got IG 100 to gear 12. Just before Damn. they announced the rework. Because last week, if you listen to the podcast, I was talking about how I was worried that I was going to get IG 100 to gear 12. And he was going to be the guy left out if Watt Tambor like, replaced IG 100. Because at that point, he wasn't like fully on board on that team. But then the rework happened, and now I'm completely glad I gear 12 him. Because... Now he's kind of a, a linchpin, but B two and B one are the are the what I'm working on now. Where they've got uh, gear, both of them are gear nine, I think. So, I put them on defense in the grand arena in the back, just to. 
behind Darth Revan, so whoever I'm fighting, if they get through the Darth Revan, that's what they'll find, but I don't even know if that'll happen. We'll see. But yeah, that's pretty much it. And then you know how you are farming Droideka. If you're farming Droideka, Xanadu Blood is right there, thank goodness. So seven starred that. And then started throwing Zetas on everyone. So pretty much everything was Separatist this week. But I have a question for you guys, because this is this is I've been gearing those Separatists for territory battles. And then I started thinking, if Brood Alpha is needed for the special mission to get Watt Tambor Shard. Do you think it's going to be all separatists, or do you think it's going to be Geonosians, Geonosians required for that quest? I think it's going to be Geonosians. I think they're going to make us farm Brood Alpha either to five or seven stars. I'm not sure, and I think he's going to go in the fifth slot. Maybe as uh, does he have a leadership? I can't remember. That's really yeah. Bad. He's I got a, know that. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. Got a leadership. He's got a really so probably leadership. like stick him in the leadership spot and then and then the other four and they have a minimum i i don't know that is for that battle there's a minimum uh, power requirement of 16,500 i think it is, is it? so good luck getting poggle to 16,500 at gear 11 i think that's i think that's gear 12 with a couple of pieces maybe 60 mods so see that's exactly why i asked that question because i had this feeling that once i finish uh, the Separatist droids, I'm going to have to move right into the Geonosians. So that's my plan for the next month, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Is getting all I, those guys up. It's it's kind of frustrating because there's so much stuff I want to gear, but at the same time, I, I, I just needed the territory battle to get here so I'll know what I really need to spend on because I'm just hoarding... And waiting for the next thing to come up. I feel like there's a lot coming. And I don't want to be behind on anything that comes. So it's tough. I just put uh, my whole gear load this week on, I forgot, on Sith Marauder and uh, Shock T. So I have nothing. I have absolutely nothing. <laughs> you guys don't you you count on there being like a like Separatist droid specific special mission paired with a generic special mission or like a generic combat mission including separatists and then also all the separatists in platoon you can go ahead and count <laughs> that just like yeah. dark side territory so yeah that sounds like about right i accidentally go in with three and four empire characters all the time in that <laughs> combat mission <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to give up their palpatines and their thrones so i'm just like here take both i'm like oh wait oh, whoopsie yeah. <laughs> i got vader gar saxon and royal guard <laughs> let's let's get it yeah. Yeah, the fun part, like talking about blowing through gear right now, B2 and IG100 are two of the biggest gear hogs in the game. So this past two, past week and a half has been a nightmare. And gear B2 yeah, is I only gear nine. So still got a crap ton to go on him. Super annoying. But when you finish, I'll be. I'll have a lot of the bottom half of the harder to gear characters done at least at that point, because I think Gamgard is listed at like one sixty eight. <laughs> Gamgard one sixty eight, one of the hardest to gear in the game, and I thought, hey, that'd be fun. Except then I now I realize that the like five hundred Carbontes he needed could have gone elsewhere. Whoopsie. Nice. Could have gone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So whatever. All right, we go ahead. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. All right, you had a thought there. So 
I had a thought, and they added all these new stats to your profile for Grand Arena Championship, and here are all the stats that they added. Championship promotions earned, championship offensive battles won, championship successful battles defended, championship banners earned, championship full rounds cleared, championship undersized squad battles won, championship territories defeated, championship best score earned, and your championship best rank achieved. I thought it would be fun to go through a few of these. There's only six of them that we really have stats for at the moment. And just kind of compare and see where everybody's at. What do y'all think? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'd love to be embarrassed. Let's do it. (laughs) I love to win. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Championship Offensive Battles 1. I'm at 194. What are you guys at? Um, championship battles, offensive battles won 207. Oh, that made 198 with a a grand arena omitted. (laughs) I forgot. I'd like to point out that (laughs) I've missed two of them. Allowed, gone. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna smoke you guys in the defenses, I mean, even with the asterisk. So, all right, you ready for this? We'll see. We'll see. 79. Sometimes I look at who I'm fighting and think, all right, well, I haven't, I don't have a chance to win this, so I'm just not going to keep going. But now with the, uh, but now that's fair. But now with the, uh, with the points just for doing the fights and winning, even if you're going to lose, now I will actually do the fights if I, even if I'm because it'll help you move through the, the, uh, leagues but before that there was no incentive so i was like all right well i can go eat a sandwich or i can do these battles that i'm going to aren't gonna matter so did it come to me i know how to do both <laughs> oh man i'm not we're i'm a Sandwiches. very bad multitasker i can tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> nice um all right so championship successful battle defends I am at 86. What do you guys got? <gasps> I lost 82. Yeah. 114. <laughs> Holy hell. I'm totally lying. I'm lying. It's uh, no, no BS. Mine's 86 as well. <laughs> okay. No shit. Really? We're tied. Yeah, 86. Yeah. What are, what are wow, we on? Nice. The battles defended. Battle defends. Whatever. 26 and i can guarantee you that at least eight of those are ewoks i dude i was gonna say i bet a quarter of mine are ewoks because my ewoks like they clean house in grand arena it's crazy damn all right so i'm excited i still have not seen anyone with more battle defense than i have yeah, me either, I was, I was quite. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna smoke again. <laughs> I have lots of people who just set on me and then don't do anything. It's more of that oh, than yeah. them. Like once they, if they come at me, they come at me. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right. So championship banners earned. I'm at forty two thousand and twenty four. I'm forty two six seventy seven. Forty four three sixty eight. Pretty much divide by two. (laughs) 
all your numbers, and then you got mine. You guys are going to smoke me in this next one. All right. Championship full rounds cleared. I am at 15. Okay, maybe not. 22. 19. Oh, wow. That next shot, I place pretty stout defense, and I, I, I place defense and don't clear. Like, that's just the way Dude, I play. Dude, I'm, bad. I'm the same way. Defense wins championships. I don't necessarily agree with that in football, but I do in Swaga. Not what anymore. You, you have what too you many, got? there's too many points. There's too many points on the board for the, um, the feats you're going to have to yes. clear now. 125 points. This is going to be a good topic of discussion here in a bit. The feats, if you guys are, if you guys lose a grand arena battle because you were going after the feats, you should be ashamed of yourself. No, you should go after the feats because you want to win in the long term. So you want so so you're exchanging you, you want to go for those 125 points and just omit the thousand is what you're saying. You want I'm going to do both because <laughs> I'm just gonna stop right there. T Money doesn't fool around like it, it's all or nothing. It is it, well, it's not all or nothing. It's all. <laughs> all right. Okay, so I'll be honest. I I have seen no one else that has been close to me on this one either. Championship undersized squad battles one. I'm at 70. Oh, God. 70? Yes. Wow. Wow, I thought I'd be high. I'm at 21. I'm at 27. Oh. Damn. Really? That feels wrong to me. Hmm. Well, I mean... I mean, you gotta you gotta go for it all, P Money. You gotta go for all the goodness. You gotta get. Uh, you gotta that's get another thing. I gotta get on that. I gotta get on that. That's surprising. Okay. You know, I've done several Grand Arena live streams, and every time I talk about Grand Arena, undersized squads. That's like the one thing I talk about. I that's um, and I did a I did a video this week with Cubs fan Han also where we talked about five characters that are going to be big for Grand Arena and I had Nest and Wampa on there specifically for this reason. I love undersized squads. I think they are absolutely amazing. They're a great way to get extra points, and not only that, they're a great way to mitigate risk because if you win, you basically lock up those extra points no matter what. So, um. Sometimes it's a bit of a gamble, but if you know you're going to win, it's fairly low risk. So I love undergeared squads or undersized squads. Good night, Punk. What are you at? 12. <laughs> I feel well, like you, this is one of those things close. where like. Guess the amount of beans in the jar, and everyone's right <laughs> at the number. And Let's I'm like, do that. from now on, we'll all say our answers, and then we'll we'll guess uh, GMPs. Yeah, so, I, so I, 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 I think that would be more important than me just saying it because this is like this is like the Price is Right. You're all right, hovering right around the right answer, and I'm just like one, hoping that I can still win. Like the butter right. is three twenty nine. Right. How much is the chiclets? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we only have one more to talk about, and that is championship territories defended. I'm at sixty four. What are T money and Gom at? So we can guess on GMP. Championship territories defeated. Yes. yes. Um, seventy five. Sixty seven. I'm at sixty four. All right, right, so I'm going to say that Goodnight Punk 
is at 37. I'm 133. No, 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 42, 42. How many did you say, Wink? I said 64. I'll take the under. Just just play it safe. Well, yeah, yeah. The the under is as safe as it gets. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically giving you a win. Jeez. All right, GMP, what are you at? 29. Give me my money. 33 was closer. Damn. It's closest without going over. Nobody gets the prize. Should have been a dollar. So what's the actual, like, um, like the ones you've won? Like, how many, how many, what's the one that shows how many, like, grand arenas you've won? So there's not, that. that's the interest, and that's kind of why I wanted to go through these and why it's kind of interesting is it doesn't show the number of first place finishes. Like, I, I feel like there should be a breakdown of, like, top finish, two to four finishes, and then, you know, bottom half finishes. There's, I, I feel like there should be something like that. These stats are great. I am not bitching about the stats that they're giving us because please give us this like we need more stats but nerd i would love yeah i would love to see you know where our final finishes are in these grand arena territory things you know what okay what if you this is going to be very very key um in figuring out your opponent Right, because uh, you know, you go in and you see undersized squad battles Ooh. won. You see, I didn't know even think about this until- You're gonna absolutely see the style of your opponent. You're gonna know if they're defensive or offensive. This is this has got some key 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 information here uh, when you're setting up for territory wars. So that's pretty cool. Ooh, I am going to my opponent right now to see how we compare, and that's a good idea. I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Live on the air. Wink Live in the down air. Whoever he's. Audience, please hold while we look at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I don't know. So, so my... I, the only one that I might be close, or at least within like 100, probably, you didn't ask. So, What's best that? score. Best score. Second from the bottom. <laughs> Why? Because we're all at zero? <laughs> Your best score earned. Oh, I guess we were. Well, I'm not at zero. I'm at 720. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm at I thought, zero. I don't. Well, it's because I set my defense for Grand Arena already. I for, I didn't realize this was zero before oh, Grand Arena Campus started. Snap. So, yeah, I you got set your defense, you, you get 720 uh, auto off the bat. Because uh, you, get, you get points okay. for setting your defense. 720. I thought it was 740. I hate these numbers. That makes sense. Well, it's 740. I must not have set a person on defense. Did no, I it's 720 because it's 184 <laughs> times. Well, yeah, I'm like ranked 750 right now, along with like everyone in the planet. What so. what division are you guys in? I am in division one. I'm in two. I'm in two. Coming for you, baby. 
I knew I knew you were in there because I saw you up there yesterday with your uh, 15 <laughs> yeah. squad battles. Somebody was like, oh, there's a bug. Somebody's already got points. And I was like, hmm. But Read what if it's the not a bug? What if I can get points too? And I went, oh. and I, like, oh. I spent like 10 bucks refreshing my fleet battles. Like, I will get those points. <laughs> nice. And then I shamed my guild after that. Dude, so I was like... Let me just tell, say one thing here on that plot. There's, so one of the feats, if you don't know, is finishing or winning 15 fleet battles. And for whatever reason, it's a crapshoot for me because I hate ships. And I was ranked 100, right around 100 yesterday. And everything around me, it was either I would go in not knowing if I was going to win or not. It's just a 50-50 shot. So I decided to put in a crap fleet overnight to drop down to have better fights just to win those battles, right? I Okay, so this is the team. Listen to this team that I put in, right? Mace Windu uh, capital ship with a gear 7 mace, all level 3 capital ship abilities. A Sith fighter, a 3-star bomber, a 7-star Jedi Consular <laughs> starfighter, and then a bunch of other seven-star ships with crappy-geared characters. I dropped from 100 to 150, and that was it. And pretty much everyone hmm. around me is the Sith same as it was at 100. I'm like, come on, Sith people. Sith are scary, though. I, apparently, I need to just drop to one ship and no, <laughs> no uh, reinforcements, so it's the obvious what's happening. But I don't know. just put one ship in there. But sometimes I'm like, my arena team's holding so well. It's so good. I don't think anyone can beat me. And then I'm like, I need to fall and practice. So I put in Hermit Yoda and I wake up in four. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe it's not my team. Maybe it's just, you know, people being nice. Or, yeah. You know. I don't know. Okay, I'm refreshing. Uh, My guy has not, um, his thing hasn't, you know, refreshed. So it's his none, 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 none on his. Let's see if I have the patron for, for GG. You know, I wonder if that means he hasn't even upgraded to the new. No. Because if you're it, level yeah. 85, you're auto-enrolled. Oh, no, he had to click. You had to click join to get into the Grand Area. So he has been active. So never mind. Uh -huh. but, okay. Yeah. Oh damn! Our friend, uh, friend of show, Mubaka, is number four on in Division One. Very nice. Who, who's number one? Number one is Strubs from the Alliance Galaxy. We, we had a guy in our guild number one for a while today, Raya. Raya, yep. I know, I've I seen a lot of people joking it. around, like taking screenshots when they were number one for five minutes and saying they were done with the game because they <laughs> Wait, reached that's the no apex. Joke. That's no joke. That's not joking around. The, so that's what's so awesome about this. Right down this way. <laughs> you can only go down from here. I. Um. So. I mean, th this is what's so freaking cool about the new Grand Orient Championship. So, 
I mean, there's like a leaderboard between your allies, your guild, there's like your ranking in your division and global. I this I, I'm just so excited about the Grand Arena Championships because there is desperately needed a new arena for so long. Something where you fight against different teams. And I think this has, from what I've seen so far, just the layout and the way they've done everything is unbelievably well planned, thought out, and executed. And I am super excited. Do you think I could pay people to throw the match for me? <laughs> I am sure you it's could. I mean, more affordable than paying for gear and mods. If somebody threw a hundred dollars yeah, right. at me, I would. I would probably throw the match. I mean, yeah, here's I'm fifty now. Fifty when I get those. Uh, that empty defense. That would be pretty tempting. But the problem with an empty <laughs> defense is that you would not. Uh, Here's a, okay, so this is what now that we've got Grand Arena Championships, my my bitching about auto deploy being broken before would really hurt people if it was if it's still broken because now if you can't fight a team, you're not only missing out on the chance for the points, you're also missing out on the chance for the uh ability to move up to the next league because you're missing the points that you get yeah. for winning for using undersized squads to finish feats. Like if the, if the other team has any possible way to not set a defense, you're getting completely screwed over. So I'm really open over the next week. We see that no matter what the defense is out, because it, there were other people that were placing in a zone that needed five teams. If you set one team, it wouldn't auto deploy the other four. And so if that was the case that would happen now, it would really screw with people because of the because of all the points you'd lose for not being able to fight. So I'm really yeah. waiting to see if everything has been fixed the way they said it was going to be, because there's a lot of stuff to be missed here if you if it's not fixed. So but we'll see. I didn't I didn't realize that because that's like I was I, I thought before, like, oh yeah, you know, whatever, so you don't get the coins or whatever, fine. And I, you know. But I would have been making a fuss about that. <laughs> I know, because you can yeah. screw someone who's been, you know, trying so hard to to practice and do all this stuff. And, and then you just be like, hey, how about I just take you off the top of the leaderboard by not setting anything? <laughs> so there's a guy. Which I guess means it's good to plan. So a friend of my brother's in real life is uh, working on some YouTube stuff. And he did an awesome breakdown of like points based on what he's seen so far in grand arena and by his math uh at least in division three you can lose in a five-week period you can lose three grand arenas and still make it to kyber but if you don't if you don't if you aren't able to fight and you lose more than three because of that then there's just absolutely no chance unless you can finish feats, which feats require you to fight. Huh. So that's not going to happen. So it's it, if if that's why this is such a big deal. If auto deploy is broken still, but very according, interesting. According to Someone, the math, you can get Kyber with three losses. 
three round losses, not whole championship losses, but yeah. Alaric was telling me that there's some like there's some there's tiered rewards, I think, even in Kyber. And if you just lose once, you'll be out yeah. of the top 200 and the rewards just kind of tank right at that, um, so, right at that edge. Yes. Uh, in Kyber, I'm looking at Division One. I. I think they're all the same, but I'm not. Uh, um, let's see. OK, yeah, it looks like all of the like rewards for Kyber are the same across all the divisions. And so your top first place gets 550 GAC currency and 1.8 million credits. If you finish outside of the top 200, you only get 3,200 currency and a million credits. That's but actually not are, that bad. It's that's not that bad. That's um, not bad. And, and the bottom of Kyber League is better than the top of the Erodium League, which is the league below it. So, you know, they do progressively get better and better, which I do love. Um, I, I just I have to plug this real quick. It's so close. It's unbelievably like I can I can almost smell it. It's so close to being done. But if you're wondering how to spin this new uh, Grand Arena currency or the new Mark II Guild event currency, and you're wanting like a gear guide 2.0 to help you decide those things. There might be one coming this week. I'm just saying. So you guys should spend all of your MK2 currency on MK3 Hollow projectors. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Probably a great investment. Yes. So. So the one thing to point out that I've kind of noticed that, uh, or I've, you guys can tell me what you've seen. It seems so far like in these, okay, let me start with a disclaimer, the same one that they've said, that the rewards are not final. They're using this to kind of tune out what they're doing, but it seems like the rewards are the same between the divisions. And what they said last week was that there were incentives and better rewards for the higher division you get. And right now it just seems like the rewards are the same between the divisions. So there's really no incentive right now to inflate your GP and bump yourself into the next division. Do you think that's, is that what you guys have seen? And do you think that's going to change when it actually comes out? The actual or Grand Arena one? I think it depends how they pair GP going up because as you guys saw, we're still within, I was within like 50 G, like galactic power points of my opponents. So obviously the algorithm for that is the same. I think when they're referring to the new algorithm for matching up, it's just these great big galactic power pools of, what is it, 3.7 to 4.5 and then 4.5 and above. So I think that it just depends how that's going to scale. I'm assuming that they're going to take all of the winners in you know, in my pool and everybody else's pool and then just pull them together as close as they can for GP and then just continue that up. Um, so if that if that's the way they're going to do it, you're probably going to be fighting people that are still within 50,000, 100,000 GP of you, I'm assuming. It's an assumption, big assumption. Do the math for me, Link. Um, but then... Some, buddy. 
Uh, Yeah, I know you do. Um, But then, so what happens, though, when you go over that jump, and certainly that'll be from, you know, 4.49 or 4.99 to 4.5, it's really, really tough right before, sorry, 3.9 to 4.0. It's really tough right, oh, fuck. 4.4 to 4.5, I'm blushing now. It's tough right below the the gap, right? So people like stay down there thinking it's going to be easy for them. It's not, it's not at all. It's so much easier on the other side with all the people who don't care, (laughs) right? So uh, yeah, I think think if that's the way it's going to happen, I don't think it's going to really matter to be in a higher bracket or not. I have a very serious question. Okay, what is it? I just want to know what she's using the dry erase marker for. None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find I'm out. down the Grand Arena feats. Oh, nice. Because right. I'm a forgetful person, and I'll, I won't remember. And that's very important that you get them all done. It's very simple. Clear 10 territories, win eight battles in the first time, win five Grand Arena battles. Now, do we know if this is it, or if we clear these, do we get more? That, uh, so they said that there are basically, like, each battle, each, uh, each event, and then each, each Grand Arena, and something else. I can't remember what the other thing was. Um, beats or another one. There's, like, five ways to get rewards on this. Um, but do the feats clear and you get new ones after you finish these, fle- these feats? That I'm not sure about, because I haven't completed one yet. Um, but uh, the rewards do improve as you get into better leagues. Um, I-, I am curious. So, good night, Punk. You're in Division 2, correct? Yes. What do you get if you finish in first place in the current event? First place in... All right, let me open it up and look. Okay. In so the current event, I, event rewards are 700 coins, two Zetas, three Omegas, okay. and then a bunch of uh, slicing material. I assume the numbers are 50, 45, 65, 65, 25 yes. on the slicing material. So, yeah. So it does, I mean, like, these rewards are all the same for each division. Um, but as you move up in the. Uh, uh, the leagues of each division, it looks like you will see better rewards for each event. Um, is that not so, the same as yours for Division 1? Yes. Yes, that say. is the so same. So there is no difference yes. between divisions right now, which is Correct. totally opposite of what they said. Because they, the way they phrased it and the way we talked about it here was there's now incentive to raise your GP for Grand Arena and territory battles at the same time because you'll be getting more rewards in Grand Arena with the higher GP as well as doing better in territory battles for your guild. But right now, if you're in Division 2, you're getting the same thing as Division 1. So if you, so let, if you think sorry. it's easier, then people are still going to sandbag. And like you said, the matchmaking makes it the same all the time, no matter the division, because it puts you with people with the same character GP as you and then weighs the characters the way they do, like they said it was going to, but you know, there's always that perception for people out there and it's hard to change people's perceptions. So 
I'm kind of surprised that this isn't any different after they said it was going to be. Yeah, they were really specific. Like they said they were going to wait characters, but I mean, maybe that'll be coming with the proper version of it. Who knows? Yes. I mean, all this is subject to change. We don't exactly, because this is a one week exhibition. And then starting July 2nd, we'll have a basically five week exhibition of the full Grand Arena. So you actually get to try moving up in the leagues and everything before the official Grand Arena Championship actually starts later in August. So uh, we have a time, we have a lot of time to soak all this in and kind of get an idea of what to expect. And the rewards are always subject to change. So they they may get better, they may get worse. We don't know that yet. Yeah. This is a this is essentially an open beta for everybody. You know, there's there's everyone gets the same thing, um, you know, some practice. Like, this is going to be one of the very last times you guys have to practice your teams. These are exhibitions. They don't count. You know, so, I mean, if, you, if you're taking this seriously and trying to win, that's great, but, you know, this is this is the time to practice things. This is the time to practice those new Shakti clone teams. This is the time to practice your nuke teams. Like, this is, just, this is the time to practice yeah. what works and what doesn't. Um, 100%. So, if you lose, guys, it doesn't matter. You know, it really doesn't matter. Don't listen to him. It completely matters. It goes on your permanent <laughs> record on your SOGOH.G. It matters. That's, That's a, they did they did say that there's a chance they may wipe stats though before the official grand arena starts. I mean, we didn't even know they were keeping the stats that we just realized they are keeping. Like See, battles, the, defense, and all that stuff. We had no this, idea they were keeping any of that. This is the type of information we've always known they've had at their disposal. We just never got to yes. see it. So now that it's on That's there, true. we want it. And we if they could throw That's even more point. on there, then that would be awesome. But yeah. Do you think that's do you think that's a, a portrait of Princess Leia with a hair askew or a gom? <laughs> <laughs> Both a mixture? I I will take gom for one hundred. It is gom. If you can see on the on the Twitch right now, my face uh, was frozen in a very disappointed face, and that was the perfect time <laughs> for the screen to freeze. Yeah. Wink, why don't I'm you hit the sounder out. on uh, the poll so that we can get things back on track and off of the main topic before we get to the main topic? Uh, on, on track, I have no idea what that means, but here you go. Since everyone loves a good poll... Let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. Poll time. Very exciting stuff. All right. So we put out a poll today, mostly dealing with Grand Arena Championship, since that's what came out this week. GOTB is coming out next week, which apparently is called Separatist Might, I guess. I think that's what I remember. But anyways, that's next week. So we got a few things about that in this poll, but a lot more about Grand Arena Championship. So starting off with the first question, we've already answered this for us here, but we wanted to know of the people that answered the poll, where the most people lied as far as divisions go. And so we put down all the different divisions you could be in. Actually, I think he listed 10 of them, and I don't... Are there 10 divisions? I guess there are, but... Uh, 11. Out of... Okay, well then there you go. Out of the divisions, the largest division with 45% of people that took this poll was Division 2, followed by the second largest division at 19% being Division 1, 
and Division Three being the third with 18%. And then obviously the next one would be four. And then it just kind of went to five was the next one and smaller and smaller and smaller as you go. So it did not go Division one, two, three, two four, wins. five, but Division Two with the we almost win. 50%. We are the winners. We are the champions. Yes, we kicked their butt. <laughs> Uh, second Whatever. question was, what level of excitement do you have for Grand Arena Championships in general? And no, what, surprisingly, it wasn't an eight, which is usually the answer for what these top ten questions. Uh, ten wasn't the other. If it's not eight, it's usually ten. The actual highest answer this time was a seven with uh, 25% of people, followed by an eight with 20%, and then a ten with a, about 18%. So. Looking like high excitement from everyone that took the poll, uh, just hovering between seven to ten. And I would say, I would say I'd give it a nine myself. And there's only one I'm, reason for that, and that's Feats. I'm Feats takes it down like from a, a ten to a nine. Ten. I just don't understand still why there are Feats outside of Grand Arena Championships for. Grand Arena Championships. Yes, because they win the weird. 15 fleet battles and we don't even have fleets in this Grand Arena. It's just like yeah. totally It makes irrelevant. no sense. And that other, their other comment about adding feats for PvE content later down the line just confuses me I have even a theory. More. Here's my theory. This, I, I think that those feats outside of Grand Arena are just a way to separate the people who play more from those who don't play more to just give you a bit more of a boost to separate the people from the bottom league from the next up league. So if you're doing all that stuff, it'll just give you a bigger advantage to get into the next league and get better rewards, which is of course what they want. The more you play the game, they want you to get better rewards, keeps you more invested. So I think it's one of those type things. Thanks. Well, well, the, well, you you have to be a certain league to to even access the gear in that store, right? So I mean, like, it's probably set up to where if you at least you do the feats and only participate true. in Grand Arena, you can at least get the the Bronzium gear, right? So I mean, the feats will probably be enough to maybe advance you one level, maybe. And you just got to participate a couple times and you can get that gear, but it's it's you're gonna have to participate to get that highest level stuff, like because I think you have to be what two or three leagues up from the bottom, so. I was gonna say I think really? that the the gear twelve the injectors you have to be the second league and all the rest of it is the first league. So oh wow, but I interesting. It, it kind of sucks. Know. They're forcing your hand. Like good night, punk. You you mentioned Destiny earlier, and like if I'm playing Destiny and I don't like the Crucible, you know, it's the, the, like forcing me to play you know the Crucible in, in yeah. Destiny, and I don't I don't like that. <laughs> you know, I suck at the Crucible. I don't want to play it. I got better things to do. So this is, that's unfortunate. I like it, but I mean, I love PVP in this game, but that's just, they are kind of, I don't know, kind of forcing the PVE lovers hands in this. Well, I know we get a week, but for me, for me and my fleet arena and my crappy ships, because I don't really care about ships, getting 15 wins is like pulling teeth. So it's like, I have to do all five a day on the coin flip just to make sure I get a couple every day. And to me, that just sucks. Because yeah. I could gear up my pilots for my fleet, but then I'm neglecting everything else that I care about for uh, maybe a top 50 finish in Fleet Arena. 
my fleet arena is is just nightmarish and you, i am not interested you have so, to gear plocoon from gear 7 to gear 12 immediately to get 125 banners or points <laughs> well man Oops. solo a fleet yeah. mission with plocoon i think i think the point of it is but like from a business standpoint I mean, this coding, I'm sure, takes a ton of work, uh, but I'm sure a raid does too. And raids certainly drive people's spending, but um, this has certainly driven spending, uh, you know, all around the community, certainly in my pocketbook. Uh, yeah, I think I think this is gonna I think this is gonna kind of keep the game alive from a financial standpoint. PVE is just not gonna do it unless they come up with you know a new raid every six months. Yeah, I don't think like I, I can't even imagine the amount of money they made last seventy two hours for an exhibition match. You know, like when these really start counting, I mean, they, they, I mean, this is gonna be a big money pit <laughs> for a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. So this is, you know. <laughs> Let me get a vault so I can take this one character up to gear twelve, you know, before lock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's gonna be a big, big, big. But that's good. That's good for the game. That means the game's gonna stick around if they're making money. You know. That's true. That's what we all want. Yeah. Um. So the uh, the next question was, what are your first impressions of feats? This was a one to ten scale. Five and seven were the two highest at the same percent, uh, 23.5%, with the number in between them, six, falling at almost 20%. So people are moderately to slightly more than moderately excited about sleep or feet, basically. I, I wonder if these are kind of boring feats that they're just kind of putting in and then more exciting ones are going to come. I seem to, um, I seem to remember something when we had the first exhibition, I think the rewards were really low, right? I think, do you remember that? Like there was like an MK three hollow projector. <laughs> like, it was just super, <laughs> super, super low and nothing. And, and, uh, and then when the actual uh, grand arena launched, it was much more exciting from that standpoint. These rewards are really good. You're getting two Zetas every round. It's not just, you know, at the, at the very end, you're getting the Zetas after every match that you win. So um, yeah, that's a lot. Like if you win all, is it three, three battles that you have to win? To win the the round robin or it's four, whatever you're gonna get yeah, eight zetas, three yeah. So you're gonna get six six zetas. That's more than I've gotten from the challenges in the last couple of months. Even with double drops, oh, let's Even not go into that. Double drops. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. These guys have seen my 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 selfish rantings in the game changer <laughs> server. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I didn't say in there is that one of the days I got eight. Yeah, yeah, you gotta keep you gotta keep that to yourself in an angry chat room. <laughs> yeah, yeah and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? This is great. Eight Zetas today. <laughs> you you should have just taken a screenshot and just dropped it and ran. Oh, you should have just posted it. And got out. <laughs> just put it in and left and never come back. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right, so uh kit right. for what tomber was released how do you feel it falls on these traits as with most of our uh as with most of these uh power wise they put positive uh followed by neutral uh so 63 votes for power 
or for uh, positive and 52 for neutral. I don't know how you go neutral with Watts Humbor, but he looks badass. Fun. They put fun positive as 67 votes. Next highest is fun. I would definitely have put him on fun for that one because that kit just looks. I mean, okay. Yeah, think, but think of it this the, way, right? So you got two brand new characters coming with Dark Side Territory Battles or it's a Geonosis Territory Battle, and both of them have new mechanics. Root Alpha summons characters, and Watt Tambor has these buffs, the permanent buffs that he throws on people. I mean, it just looks... Anything new always looks fun to me, so... I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Overall viability, once again, everyone's positive on there, and then a neutral is the second highest on there, but... Without going into the kit too much, what did you guys think of it when you read it? I pretty much agree with the funness. Like, I mean, a hundred people said it was they're either positive or very positive as far as fun goes. And I totally agree. Like, that's what I like about these new things, these new mechanics. I like that he's kind of like... I like that he's kind of like C-3PO and Hermit Yoda in that he's a passive guy, but he actually has a way kind of similar to Jawa Engineer's basic that even though he's not inflicting damage, he has a way to damage you. You know what I mean? Because doesn't he do, like I said, we're not going to get into the kit too much, but he, he does dots on his basic. So that's that's pretty cool, I think, the way he made him passive. He's going to be one of the highest damage dealing characters in the entire game underneath the Vader League. He's just going <laughs> to pop all the dots. Just pop them all. You know, just, you got 15, 16 stacks of, of dots over your head. Interesting. You know, you run like a, a Vader League with Wampa and Watt Tambor. His special just pops all the dots. So pop all the dots, deliver all that damage, and the dots come right back. He's going he's gonna to deal a ton of damage under Vader League. <laughs> Is he going to be good under Vader League? Eh, I don't know. We'll see. But he's got potential. Especially for like a raid. A raid, yeah. I think I'm there's a lot of potential there. Just like, make it I'm go super quick. disappointed you left out my Gamorrean guard. It, it, it pains me. <laughs> Throw a Gamorrean guard in there too. You got a countering dot. Ah, uh, yes. You know, what more can you ask for? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Throwing me a bone. I love it. All right. <laughs> uh, next up is uh, Brood Alpha. We went over that kit last week on the show. But uh, once again, very similar. Uh, exact, but the disparity between neutral and positive was much higher on this character. A lot of uh, a lot of positives for leadership, power, fun, and the summon ally ability, as well as overall viability. Between the different uh, things we pulled there, it switched between neutral and uh, very positive. But overall, I think the the character kit for Brood Alpha, everyone's very positive on it. So, and I am too because yep. that looks like he looks and that leader slot with even if it's just Geonosians under him, it looks like it's going to be all of a sudden a team that's worth having. I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, Gum Race has been trying to get this team to work like 
consistently. You know, it's like you think about Spy, you're like, oh yeah, Spy, you know, his ship and everything. Like, Gilmore is just, he's constantly trying to get this team to work. And so now you got your bugs, dude. How's that? Have you been having like special dreams? Well, I mean, <laughs> I do have special dreams, and most of them include Genosha Spy. But unfortunately, his kit. Like, I, I would 100% expect a full revamp of, you know, his kit just simply doesn't work with Brute Alpha, with Newt Gunray. There's no there's no buffs for him to pop. Like, and you know, Ocean Spy, I think, is going to get a, a, a complete kind of change. And just, he's, he's terrible with these new kits. Like, he just doesn't work. him and with the Vader lead? You got to have buffs pop right no you don't you can have buffs and debuffs no 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 no. you gotta have buffs to get the he doesn't oh, he's yeah, not like boba fett he there has to be a positive buff uh, for him to pop but he pops all the negative ones too when he pops if them, doesn't if, he? if there's a positive yes 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 so yeah. yes so what about mm-hmm. him under vader lead um mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah, brilliant. It's okay. I'm asking a rhetorical question. Yes. That, <laughs> money, that is a great idea. I'm it really is. <laughs> I'm blushing, but I'm also right. <laughs> I have special, special dreams about spies, so we can add Vader to the dream as well. <laughs> There's room for Vader. Uh, last question was, do you like the summon ally mechanic? 63% of people said yes, I would like to see it more often. And 33% said... I have some skepticism, and only a whopping four or five percent said no. I think it's opening Pandora's box. So <laughs> I think it's Who are these I, people? call me for a counseling session, guys. I, I think be afraid of the world. It's I right. think it's kind of brilliant the way that they made it work with the because that ally slot is always there, it's just not always used, and now they've found a way to make use of that and then bring some of the allies into. The game, I, I I think it's it's really smart. So I'm looking forward to see what else they do with it. It's kind of funny that they're bringing in it now because it seems like something that could have been used in the past. Like for example, let's say when like Mother Talzin or Daka, one of them probably should have had a summoned ally of the zombie and it not even have been a character. You know what I mean? Like. There are characters already out there that this would have worked for in the past, but the fact that we have it now, we'll probably see some of these really bland, basic characters might end up just being summoned allies for, like, Zombie or what else is there? Ewok Scout, things like that, where you just summon in an unnamed person in the spot. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they add after this, if they add more summoned characters. And they, they've talked about something for TB, haven't they? Where you you're you're summoning characters with you to like to fight alongside you against one of the like territory battles modes, like maybe the 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 like raid ish mode, something like that. Yeah, she hinted in that interview that like the characters you platoon now, they're not going to give you like bonus. I, I don't. I think that's different. That's like a simultaneous type thing. <laughs> he's he sounds really excited. Really? That was robotic only. and excited. I don't know what he said though. Who, me or Gom? I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, I mean 
that you make a great point. Um, you, I see that you Sorry, did that in Geonosian. Uh, all I heard was clicking. So, a way to learn that language real quick. He's completely frozen now. Look at that face. He's just confused at what we're saying. No idea what's happening. He looks disgusted with us. He's like, like, why are you making fun of me? Stop making fun of me. He sounded very excited. So it did. Uh, It went real. It got real excited real fast, and then gone. So I don't know if we're gonna get Wink back. There he is, (laughs) Wink. You're back. I hear everything. My internet is being worse than yours. He's not. All right, so. We're not going to have the sounder for the week's updates, but I'm going to go right into the updates, and hopefully Wink will, uh... Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Forum posts, this week's update, 619, the version update, the one you had to download from the Google Play Store or the Apple Store, came into the game, added the Grand Arena Championships. Can't see it yet, but it added uh, Geonosha's Territory Battles, so those will be coming next week. Um... A lot of stuff added in there, um, including some surprise reworks that they announced the day before uh, the forced update. And these are pretty huge. And I know we kind of talked about it, uh, Maurice, before the podcast started, but no one saw this coming. Let me just read it off to you and we can talk about what it actually means now. But uh, General Grievous and IG100 both got updates. and. General Grievous had Grievous Wounds. His basic can no longer be evaded, and that is across all ability tiers, so it's not something you have to use uh, your ability mats on to get. It just happens from level 1 all the way to level 8. Daunting Presence. While Grievous is the leader, target-locked enemies can no longer counter attack. This affects the final tier, the Zeta level. So if you Zeta him, you get this added bonus now of target-locked enemies cannot be Cannot counterattack. Say so. CLS, sorry about your luck. Um, <laughs> IG100, he also got a update, and for relentless assault, which I believe is his unique, uh, Magna Guard now gains taunt whenever it uses an ability. So not only on his his turn, but if he counters, he will gain taunt. Um, additionally, Magna Guard. T- Grants stealth for one turn to all other Separatist allies at the start of each encounter if Grievous is an ally. Both of these additions affect all ability tiers. So from level one all the way up, he's going to stealth everyone. Basically, it's a pre-taunt without calling it a pre-taunt because everyone's going to be stealth but him. So massive upgrade to IG-100 as far as it goes because now you can't just uh focus grievous down with a jedi knight revan the grievous wounds now will fight through all of those uh foresights on his basic as well as cls will not counterattack on those aoe's coming out of the separatist droid team i don't know this is just crazy and unexpected and Pretty dang good, I'd say. What do you guys think? It's it's great. I, I don't know how I'm going to beat General Grievous now. I mean, like you really, I mean, you could use CLS. Um, you know, you only got 
one B2 in your roster <laughs> to clear all the stealth. You only got, you know, I guess you could use Echo or Asajj. You could use Night Sisters maybe, but um, it'd be interesting to see how that mechanic works with Asajj, like if her base speed is calculated before or after the stealth. Because if it's calculated after the stealth, Damn. She goes. She goes back to that blistering 180 speed that you guys have on her. <laughs> you know, it never takes turn. Um, I don't know how I'm going to beat this. I mean, CLS for the past three months has been my Grievous killer. That's the only thing I use CLS for is kill Grievous. And now, I mean, you, I guess you could burst him down. You can burst down IG 100, but you can't buff. You can't taunt. Like you can't use Biston's frenzy because it's just he's immediately going to lose it. It's like this because B2 is going to go. Just clear anything that you got going on. Um, so, like, even C3PO, try to use him. I mean, B2 is just going to instantly clear all the translation uh, off your board. So, it's it's going to be interesting to see what people do. I'm tempted just to keep my Grievous uh, because it's better than everyone's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, I'm tempted to keep my Grievous to counter Grievous because I, I don't know what to do. Um, yeah, and then be- I think that, and you got to think too, this might be the way that this pre taunt quote unquote with him is it might have been put in this way specifically because of CLS because if it was just a pre-taunt CLS ignores taunt right so he could have just gone after anyone and the way that this is if they're stealth even though IG100 isn't taunting you still can't go and pick who you want even though CLS ignores taunt so it's almost as if this was done completely on purpose to negate that CLS counter. Oh, yeah. well, what it did I, I is it, uh, it preemptively nerfed Shock T, too, because Shock T, with her leadership Zeta, countered Grievous. And uh, the reason I put the Zeta on was to counter Grievous and Night Sisters, and now my Shock T is rendered useless instantly. Um, a little upset. Maybe if I throw a tantrum, I can get a refund of my Zeta, yeah. I've never heard of them refunding a Zeta, but I'll 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 mentor you. I know how to throw a tantrum. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm so confused. This is off topic. Someone keeps saying someone tell GNP that Magna Guard is not IG one hundred. It says IG one hundred Magna Guard, so how is that? I'm so confused. Anyways. I, th- I think uh, so. Vicious just had a call out fail. That was a call out fail. <laughs> yeah, it is Magna Guard. Yeah. I was so... trying to say that in a funny way, but th- thank you, Maurice. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> Makes a, that capital ha 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 just look. Yeah, I, do I do that the other way on our streams. I like call out people for say, like who are correcting me. I'm like, that's wrong. And they're like, that's right. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> apologize, sister. Um, yeah, so that's that's the update. And uh, while we check in, uh, Wink seems to be moving again. Are you with us? I am moving. Okay, good. Yeah, you are. All right. Oh, and you're not very excited. You're not excited. cut off. You're I, not speaking in Geonosian clicks, but I wasn't so. sure what was going on. Well, earlier we all we heard was clicking when you talked, so it was like you were trying to speak Geonosian. It was interesting. Not good. But Not good. Uh, uh, so next up, the biggest next big update from the update was they had talked yeah. about updating the protection on old characters to bring them up in line with new characters 
So that some of these old characters have more viability as far as staying alive goes. And so I linked uh, for everyone looking at the notes right there, and uh, I'll throw it into the the chat as well for everyone if they want to open it up and look at it. But I have a list of the gear protection gear 12 protection differences uh after this update and there are some really massive ones so i wanted to show this and kind of just kind of talk about it real quick but if you haven't seen it uh a lot of people got big updates to their protection and the biggest one actually happens to be darth maul who got 31,000 protection added to his character Damn, baby. Yeah. Yep. And he's still so slow, he never takes a turn, so that 31,000 protection will do you no good. <laughs> That's just to get you to his one I've turn. I've got him zated, now. so... So you yeah. just hope that it actually does work. Huh. Hmm. Some of the more... So, no, go I'd ahead. I'd like to point out one. I'd like to point out one okay. very particular. Uh, Chief Nevitt got 785 additional protection what what what's the point? Like, why do they? What is the point of that? One point nine five percent protection. Uh, that was seven. it. <laughs> yeah, seven hundred eighty-five extra. No. Well, all the Jawa fanboys would be like, "Joes didn't get anything." Now they can't complain. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, some of the some of these the bigger ones too. Or... Go ahead, man. Uh, I was going to say, some of these are pretty minuscule, like what you just mentioned, but uh, who are you most excited about? Because there are a number of these characters that are meta characters or that, you know, are pretty important. I mean, Grand Admiral Thrawn, who recovers protection, he gains some. Old Ben gains some. Jedi Knight Anakin gains some. Uh, Ahsoka Tano gains 27,000, but I I mean, like, there's some of the, I know, I know you want to stack her with health, but anytime you can make a character more, um, oh yes, it, you can yeah, make you more, need some protection on those guys get too. More, not viability, yeah. but uh, survivability is good because Ahsoka Tano's just became one of the new, one of the big team members in jumping her up. Let's see, what does it say? 73% of what her old protection was, that's pretty massive for a character that just became very useful. So there's a lot of them on here. All your bounty hunters, some of the bounty hunters up there at the top, like um, you've got IG-88, Greedo, Boba Fett. Um, I mean, General Grievous even got 38,000 protection added to him. So I think that... There's a lot of good stuff here. Now, there was one negative that I heard about, and you know, I want to know what you guys think about this. A lot of the Night Sisters got a lot of protection added to them with this. And as far as Phase 4 goes in the raid, you want to get them to their, their health as fast as possible so that they're losing uh... health and dying quicker to be brought back up to full to get their, their uh, turn meter back. So this. It's we've I've yet to see. I'm sure there are people have tried this already, but they're I'm wondering how this affects people's phase four scores for the Night Sister because now you got a few turns longer before you're getting to that health, and that can 
That's also meaning a few more turns closer to Enrage, so I'm wondering what this will do to it. I think the Night Sisters are doing okay in the raid right now. <laughs> Maybe they can, you know, get a little of that wealth clawed back. <laughs> that sucks. I just noticed that too. Uh, yeah. It's across the board though, right? It's the same for everybody. You know, the only yeah. the only people that it really affects is our guilds that are trying to conquer the raid, but they can go to our channel and watch that. P3 video and and you know ride that there for the next couple of months at least. So by the way, I have a gripe about that. I for once I finally was able to hit every phase of our our group raid or our guilds raid because usually I'm asleep for half of it. I got I did one two and I'm sitting at like five overall on the scoreboard and then I forgot about the 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 phase three team and so I did my checks mix run. The phase ended, and I an hour later I went to go into phase four, and I realized I was down in twentieth place <laughs> yeah. and about uh, you know forty million out of the top ten. So I'm like, oh well. We don't allow that garbage in our guild. There's no way I'm allowing that in my guild. No way. We allowed well, it a couple of times so people could play with it and see, of course. But then it's like there's too many people who love the raid and who want to fiddle around, and it goes fast enough. So well, the best part we, we of shut this it down is that after a couple of times. Being the guild leader in that I allowed, it's my own fault, but it doesn't make me feel any better. So <laughs> the guild leader. <laughs> okay, I did one for you. You look a little bit sad. I'm not very good at, at eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all sliding down on the side. They're all kind of sliding down. Maybe it's you in like ten years from now. I'm glad you didn't put in the gray chin bolt. So that was nice of you. Oh yeah. Kind of kind of did you say chin balls? You don't see them right there? One on each side. I do now. I don't think I ever see it. Very nice. Yeah. Anyone ever so see, every time it is funny, you say you chin guys... balls and everyone stops talking. See, Wink stopped. All right, go ahead, Wink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what characters do you guys find most exciting about the protection increase? Like I said, for me, it's definitely Boba Fett. And um, and probably Greedo or um, Stormtrooper Han. Probably Stormtrooper Han, actually, since I have that Zeta. Gom and I were talking about that before we started recording. Um, pretty exciting stuff. It's pretty significant. Stormtrooper Han's is too. Like, um, yeah, sixty-two uh, yeah. percent. That's pretty good. Um, IG-88 I'm excited about. I do like 88. Um, he gets almost 100% more protection. Um, so that, that's good. Princess Leia, we were talking before the stream too. Maybe, I mean, anybody that has that Princess Leia Zeta is going to like this one a lot. Um, she got an 87.25% increase. That's pretty pretty significant. That Zeta will, um, you know, she, she'll stack it back up just like her health. So that, that will be a good one too. Biggs is, Biggs is interesting. I haven't used Biggs in a long time. Um, unfortunately, Wedge didn't get much love, but Biggs did get some some love. So that's uh, I think he got the a, biggest increase at nineteen thousand. Yeah, that's a that's a, oh wow, yeah, he sure did. I didn't even notice the total. Yeah, oh wow, yeah, so that's that's cool. So those of you guys that are really really big ship lovers, you got you got yourself a new rebel that might be a little more usable now. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's it's just there's a lot. If you go and we'll have this link in the uh, show description, you can go check it out as well as uh, 
just to see where your characters are landing, especially some of your regrettable gears like Gamorrean Guard. He still gained 11,000 protection, so I'm okay with that. But there's a lot of characters in here with really good stat increases as far as protection goes that uh, you'll want to know about. And then I, it, I was really hoping that someone would compile a list like this. And when I, I saw it on Reddit, or someone linked it to me actually uh, from Reddit, it was, I was excited to talk about this because these changes are pretty massive on these characters. And if no one had done this, no one would have really understood the characters that <coughs> gain the most out of this. But there's some in here that might make you think about uh, what you're doing with them. So I have to say, cool. I don't know what strings Urzatron pulled, but come on, number two and number four on the list. That's he's got to be bribing someone. <laughs> is the second highest protection increase, and the Lobot is the fourth. I mean, come on, man. Have you no shame? That's going to really uh, help <laughs> up those ratings on those teams on the, uh, the streams. It's kind of scary. It's oh, like, what's, sure. what do they have planned for that? For or, like, I don't know. Is there anyone not on the list? Do we know that? How many characters are there? Oh, there's lots. Oh, no. Some, lots of them didn't get a protection increase. So 94 did. Well, well, I think, I think it's all the characters that were Pre-Phoenix. Pre-Phoenix, yeah. I think they said. Pre-Phoenix, okay. All right, so other the other things that happened from the update, you had Gear 12 finishers are available from nodes next week. I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, does that mean the injector heads? Because I thought the injector heads were, or not injector heads, but the injector blank, the three different injectors, are only available from Grand Arenas in Geos. But it would seem that like the rest of the pieces are places you could farm anyway. So I don't know what's going to nodes next week, but... They say gear 12 finishers are going to farmable nodes next week. So we'll see what that actually means. I'm very curious. That's um, crazy that they do that, that this fast. Hey, I guess they're I just not accessible to everybody and they want to make them accessible. Yeah. Cause it seems like uh, a lot of those pieces are either gear 12 pieces and, and a bunch of the other, uh, gear 12 piece gear 12 plus pieces is mixed with gear 12 pieces along with these injector pieces to get your gear 13 finisher or gear 12 finisher which would mean to me that the rest of it's not actually gear 12 finishers to go to nodes it would be adding more like gear 12 plus pieces on nodes and then the injectors you would buy from the stores but this makes it sound like you can you're going to be able to farm the injector pieces so i don't know what it actually means but We'll find out next week. So, the well, there was a uh, there was a funny Reddit post um, <laughs> about one of the pieces and what it looks like. It was pretty pretty funny. <laughs> you guys want to check that Reddit post the one out? That Carrie commented on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I, don't, so, I don't want to. Uh, yes. Go look up I'll CG underscore Carrie what... on Reddit and find her comments, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Extremely Just search funny. SWGOH. And fleshlight. That should get you. Okay, there's two there for me. There you go. There should go. get you there. Yes. Yeah. Someone had to say it. All right. So, uh, <laughs> it's not a naughty word in and of itself. Here we go to the. Yeah. So it's it's just one of those things that everyone still shies away with for some reason. <laughs> but uh, are you barfing in your beer? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop giggling. All right. Uh, 
Last was a quality of life thing, and that is that credit shipments from the shipment store were moved from the bottom <laughs> to the top. Um, I'm curious the yeah. question here, and I don't know if you guys remember or not. A lot of people I have memory lapsed, I think. I'm pretty sure there were five credit shipments before, and now there's only four. Am I the only one that remembers five of them at the bottom? Three on the bottom and then yes. two on the right? And then, the, and then Sims beside it. Like, one, there's one, two, three, one, two, three, but it was Sims, one, two, one, two, space. Oh, there was a space on the bottom. Okay, yeah. that's why. Because I thought the bottom one was filled, so it was four. All right, that makes sense to me. My bad. I've been like, why, why did we lose this one? Helpful. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's It's... Some people have been talking about how they were going to the bottom and buying random things. Like someone said they bought Java shards today, and I, I just kind of laughed. I I don't usually buy the things that I have 3,000 of, even though they're cheap and only for credits. I used to always actually look at it and say, all right, I only got 90 of this. I'm going to buy them. But I don't know, understand that problem. But now that they're at the top, I might just buy them all because they're cheap. But it was nice that they, you don't have to scroll all the way down there. Because I'll tell you this much. I used, I think there was a period of about eight months where I didn't even buy the credit gear because it was down there and I didn't want to scroll and half the time it wasn't that great. So. But you were just wailing out to get your dailies done? Just <laughs> just wailing out buying all the director credit shards? Yeah, man. Well, you got to get those director credit shards. Everybody loves those. Um... So moving on, the next thing they did was a kind of comprehensive, not comprehensive, it really wasn't that comprehensive, but it was very informative about Separatist Might, which is the Geonosius territory battle, the difficulty and progression. So the first thing I want to say that they said in this post that was interesting, and uh, you actually mentioned this about a video that came out before we started, but they said, besides Gear 12 finishers, currency will also be allow you to unlock new characters that we're not ready to announce yet. Ooh, snap! So not only are you going to be able to buy Gear 12 finishers or some of the Gear 12 Plus pieces with your uh, GOTB currency, apparently there are new unannounced characters going to the Grand Arena token store. Now, this sucks. Characters with wings. Characters with wings, yes. A giant metal ship around them. So, uh, there was a couple videos put out today, and there were a bunch of freaking random. Okay, so first off, I want to say this there was a, the picture of this was very, very grainy. And so, whenever I see a grainy picture, I think to myself, this could easily be Photoshopped. Because everything is so grainy, it just makes it easy. If you use Photoshop, you know it's really easy to make something. Okay, let me go back. As a graphic designer, when you want to put something on top of something else, most of the time you blur the edges of it so it blends in. But if you just put it in and then blur the entire thing, it makes it really easy to fake things. So this could be completely fake and everyone freaking out about nothing. But the picture had... Uh, General Kenobi's ship, the Negotiator, in the Grand Arena token store. So absolutely, it is. That's an interesting 
idea. I don't like the idea of a ship where you either have to... This makes total sense, though. You are going to have to pick Gear 13 finishers, or you're going to have to pick this ship. Pick which one you want. Farming them both at the same time is probably going to set you back twice as long for either one of them than it would be to go pick one or the other. So if this is true, this is crazy. I did not see that coming. But let me ask you this, though. Okay, we, we just saw Malik come out. You, you unlock Malik at five-star and finish him in the shop. Do you think the negotiator is going to be the same way? Like there's going to be an event and you unlock the ship that way and then you finish him in there? Or do you think you're just going to farm him from scratch out of there? You know, so I mean, if you're farming him from scratch, I mean, that's going to set you back a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I wonder if that's the raid. You know, like they talked about like a little mini raid in there. I wonder if there's a reward, like some sort of reward for for that, where if you you either get shards from it or your guild has to finish it together and then you get the the shards for it or something. See, I thought that was how you got the Wat Tambor shards was fighting the Ackley. So I'm not. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. You're right. I I think that's been announced, isn't it? Can I show you my picture of Link? Oh. It's a young Santa Claus. Oh, I, it, <laughs> okay. Picture. I like it. Have you ever watched? Uh, have you ever watched Good <laughs> Mythical Morning? Good Mythical Morning on YouTube. No. no. There's a dude with a cotton candy beard who calls everyone daddy, and that's what that reminded me of. <laughs> so, good morning, daddies. That's wink now. I can um, imagine wink doing that when he's old and gay. <laughs> hey, I hope daddy. not. Hey, daddies. Hey, daddy. All right, so uh, next up, they said no guild is expected to fully complete this event at this time. Uh, maybe the second one, they probably will. I, I, I just don't see as far as they, maybe they just don't have the GP yet in the guilds for this, but uh, based on what they beta, so beta testers put out some warnings. They asked CG to put into their message, and this is what the beta testers wanted to warn people. Uh, the first thing was that guilds that have 80 million GP are allowed to participate and project to be able to earn one or two stars. So that's pretty rough if you're starting off in there. I would guess that for four straight days, you'll be beating your head against phase one combat missions, hoping to get that one or two stars. So it might not be the best thing for people right on the cusp, but they are saying if you're 80 million right at the cusp, one to two stars is what you can expect. Uh, guilds easily completing or 48 starring Hoth Darkside Territory Bell are projected to earn 20 to 24 stars of the 33. So let's say 66% of the stars you can get in GOTB if you're completing Darthside Darth Side Territory Battles, uh, you should be getting 20 to 24 stars. And the other thing was they recommended for guilds at 140 to 160 to take on the challenge of Geonosis. And uh, between 140 and 160 million in your guild, they're saying you should see about 10 to 14 stars. And uh, special missions on Geonosis have a minimum power requirement of 16,500, which we talked about. So if you... Interesting. If it does end up being Geonosians only for that Ackley fight, all your Geonosians are going to have to be somewhere around gear 10 or higher because I think around gear 10, gear 11 is when you're getting into that 10,500 to 12,000 
range, or sorry, 1650 to 18,000 range. So that's a pretty steep requirement, but I think we'll all kind of just figure out once we get in there what exactly we need to get them to to start doing that battle. And hopefully your guild leaders will be telling you to do that because I can tell you this much. I really want Wat Tambor and I don't want to wait seven months to get him. So it'd be interesting. Yeah, nothing for like sure. some guild bickering to get the, the territory battle started. Everyone just gets busted with one another. They're probably like your kid. It's what are you like... doing? <laughs> What do you mean you didn't finish it? You, you, you were in that battle for 20 minutes. I, I watched when you entered, and it never said one of our special mission complete. Uh, there's oh. actually uh, the stars in your chat. He called me out that one day. I, I launched a special mission, and I fell asleep in the middle of it, and there was no cleared. It was good old Reese's launched the special mission, and it was like never, it, it, uh. no number ever completed. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> this is a, yeah, for people like me, I I, I I I notice that stuff like all the time. And uh like half the time I'll notice like if we get like 48 out of 50 Leia shards or 40 out of 50 IPD shards, I can usually guess who the people that didn't get it were by A, them doing it at the last moment, and B not showing that they completed it in the little uh, scrolling history. So yeah. There are ways to catch people. I don't know if everyone knows that, but pretty funny. Um, they kind of did a these aren't the actual full list of rewards, but it kind of gives you a breakdown from the bottom to the top of what the rewards are. I'm showing it up there on the screen on the stream so you can see it there. But uh for four stars, uh you'll get 2500 mark 1 guild event tokens and 1750 mark two uh so just imagine where one to two gets you by those numbers um you still I'm guessing get... less that is probably a very good guess uh there's a mystery box uh i mean a boat that, that is a boat be but disappointing um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a boat is a boat I, but a mystery box yeah. could be anything even a boat so if anyone knows what that quote's from tell me this week because I will love you long time. Uh, 33 stars, which is the max 6650 guild event tokens, 7350 mark two tokens, and 900 crystals and a mystery box. So anyways, Woo! you can see on the little graphic there, everywhere between, and the big thing's worth noting that they said, rewards for completing half, just half, of Geonosha's territory battle, which is if you're finishing dark side territory battles at 48 stars, you're already going to be doing more than half of GOTB, according to reports from beta testers. But if you're completing half of GOTB, someone throwing this something, they're not happy with this. It's worth more than you would receive for beating all of Hoth dark side territory battles. So just completing half of GOTB will give you more rewards than. 48 stars in dark side territory battles. All right. Heck all that yeah. info is out there. What are your guys thoughts? Bring it on. 
<laughs> yeah, bring it on. I'm a little disappointed. I think I said this last. Did I say this last time around? Um, I'm a little disappointed. Last Dark Side Territory Battles, Hoth was the last one that we'll do. Like, we'll never go back to it because there were the rewards are going to be re way better for this one. So there's no reason to. And I did like, I, do, I don't like Light Side, but I do like the Dark Side. I love, uh, like, I kind of force myself to use, I guess I can do that in this one too, but I force myself to use First Order and Bounty Hunters and I like Wampas and yeah. So a little sentimental about not doing that anymore, but. Excited about some new content? Actually, I'm not. I, I don't. I, I have enough to plan <laughs> right now. <laughs> like Grand Arena on the 20th and TB on. It's like this week, isn't it? The 26th or something. You know, it's a lot. You know, yes. as a guild leader, it's so much to plan. I'm so grateful we have like a, a guild our size to fight this this war because it's just it's too much. Too much to plan. Yes, the the entire SWGOH community has now just shifted their lunch hour to whatever platoon start. Like it's <laughs> the first few months of these are a nightmare. Like it's just you know, you get direct traffic. You know, like there's there's characters because they they've announced there's going to be random, right? So there, there's like two people in your guild that have a seven star shock tea, right? Like it's like day four and everyone's panicking, like we need your shock tea. We need your shock tea. You know, everyone's freaking out. <laughs> what the hell's Bob? He's the only one that has a shock tea. He knows it. Heaven, too. heaven forbid one of the two people that have shock tea in your guild don't have a job. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you just <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Someone just bought shock yeah. tea, but you expect them to not be working and be able to buy it's like so he's gotta earn that shock tea, all right? He's at work right now. Give him a break. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for buying Shakti. We need him now. We're going to tag you 50 times in the next 45 minutes until you place him. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's, it's like, that's how you find out, like, people have, like, muted your guild chat for, like, the past week. <laughs> like, what? What do, you, what do you mean you didn't get any of the message? Oh, I got 10 on the first day and I just couldn't deal with it. Yeah. The other three. Yeah, I'm out. So. Yeah, yeah. My favorite is that when one of my, my guild mates uh, sends me a screenshot of something. I'm like, why the F are there 200 notifications on your phone? I'm like, well, I don't really check chat a lot. I'm like, Dude. I'm like, I, get, no. I get annoyed when I wake. So I sleep during the day after work. I get annoyed when I wake up after six hours and I look at my phone and there's like 15 messages. And I'm like, why? I can imagine seeing... 200 messages on your phone after like six days and thinking to yourself, how can you write these people back? It would. I'm just going to quit the game, guys. That's, 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 like, that's, that's, that's a point where you're like, me. I'm done. all right, I'm done. well, I guess I'm not going to go. That's one of those things where I can walk away or I can try to answer these people. I think I'm, uh, I'm done with this. I feel guilty when I tag the guild. Like, you know, I'm making an announcement. I feel guilty. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, well, I, I have a discussion with myself. Is this really worth tagging the guild for? <laughs> you know, yes, like, if, probably got a couple guildmates in the chat. Like, if you guys knew the amount of times I just put at Zai, and they're like, nah, 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 just backspace. <laughs> like, it, it, it happens probably every day. Like, it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> How many how many notifications do you guys get during territory wars? Like a hard territory wars where you're like having to really manage and call people. Oh my god! This last one um, specifically, let's say four an hour. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's more than the rest of the week. So or month, I should well, say. Well, 
and, and that's more so in like the last few hours up until that like the first probably 15 to 18 hours there's like maybe two messages but then like after that we start bombarding people yeah like when there's like three fleets left and we know like six people have not fought a fleet battle and you're like you 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 where yes. are you it's it's a it, i know it's 10 a.m but you didn't fight at 8 p.m last night so like, please take a break please take a break go use the bathroom go beat these last fleets i just <laughs> finish this <laughs> please <laughs> 18 hours later. It's time to take a pee-pee break. Yeah. <laughs> it's Everybody so time just... to risk your gainful employment. <laughs> Far ships battle. <laughs> Not kidding. Oh, well, man. Okay. That, we don't, I don't think we tag that much. Yeah, it's... it's It gets crazy at the end. Like, I on! PM people. I will, like, personally PM everyone who hasn't showed up. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're not quite that serious about territory war, but um which is probably why we whatever. lost to efficiency on the last one. Cuz basically we well, almost killed every as many one as that they we did. lose we are is still because down of 200 points. 200 banners we were down at the end and it was basically efficiency, so That's the only But here's the thing, lose. like our guild it is really is I don't know how your guys' guild is, but ours is like almost a 50-50 split between European and American. So half those don't fight in the the first few walls. So like people that don't have the teams to fight in those first few walls still beat their head against them until they beat them. So I was telling the guild we fought this last time around that their their strategy is good and that will always beat us because it's efficient. But our strategy is usually really good defense and then brute force through their all of their walls. And that I'd say probably 75% of the time that works for us because the brute force works for us with our the yeah. way our build makeup is. But then you come across a team that's all from the same time zone and all efficient, and then it's just 200 banners of efficiency we lose by. I don't know. Yeah, that's how we are too. Like we we like we've fought a lot of really big guilds um lately and they and we they you know we we haven't cleared that's not how i play grand arena but that's how i play that's how we play territory wars typically yeah very cool <laughs> <laughs> what? I, know, I know what you're laughing about maurice I know what you're laughing about. In the <laughs> well, someone said when I get notifications, it's like a teenage girl on Facebook, and I said in my day it was MySpace. Yes, good old MySpace. <laughs> good old. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking you out of my top eight friends. Take that. Hi guys, I'm Tom. I created MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be everyone. It was so important. All right, Wink, why don't you take us into the main topic that we've kind of talked about already, but I know that we can talk about for at least the next 12 hours. So go ahead. Uh, yeah, sure. Hey I don't boys, know that we want to do that. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs>
Big tips for the Grand Arena Championship. Um, yeah, we kind of derailed on some of this at the beginning, but I'm sure we could probably talk about this crap for hours. Um, so we talked about all the ways to get points and that this exhibition and all that sort of stuff. Um, what do you guys think about just giving people some general strategy tips for Grand Arena? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think uh, we're we're doing we're doing a um we're doing a workshop tomorrow on like how to kind of look at a person's roster and figure out what you want to set on on defense. And I think that's that's where that's where I. I'm really strong as I can kind of look in because we know how to mod things, you know, like we know what to look for. Everybody knows what to look for if you're actually looking for it. So um, definitely looking on GG, like we were talking about earlier to see kind of, you can see if they're an offensive player or a defensive player. I think that's going to be really important and just see how competitive they are. Maybe if they're totally not into grand arena at all, maybe you can practice, you know, maybe you can set a really hard defense and, uh, and, or, or practice getting, you know, super high banners, that sort of thing. But I think, you know, looking for their counters, if you have, uh, Darth Revan and Malik. If you have JKR and you want to know if you can set those guys or not, you just look for their counters. You know, you look for their Padme. You look how she's clocked. You look how much health she has, uh, and you know, and what Zetas they have, and you can just tell what you know if they have a chance of beating yours. Look in their arena, see if they're practicing them. Look on their arena and GG and see if they've ever gotten first place with those counters. If they haven't, if there's never in the last month been a first place finish with any like alternative counters, you know, that's maybe not them. But, you know, if you look in their roster and you see super healthy Padme, all of the Zetas on there, if you see a Grandmaster Yoda, that's 100 and, or sorry, 285, 290 speed, well, they've got some counters to your team. So you got to be, you got to um, figure out if you have counters to theirs. 100%. Um, so the one thing that I try to focus on so much in Grand Arena that we kind of touched on earlier is being able to use small teams, teams that are undersized. And like I said, I love locking in those guaranteed points and What's surprising about this, as much as I love those type of teams, my nest is only gear 11, and she is not very good. Pretty pathetic. Um, I, I believe it. This is... <laughs> I'm behind. I know. I know. Uh, I, I really need to get her geared, but her and Wampa, the Sith Triumvirate, CLS, CLS with Han and Chewie, what's great about them is you can like split up Han and Chewie from CLS and still make two really good teams. You don't have to use the three of them together. <laughs> Got him races something. He's <laughs> trying to drop portraits. Beautiful. That was beautiful. Sorry, wink. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what do you, how do you split? How do you split your teams? I'm scared to split CLS, Han, and Chewie up. Um, in three v three, maybe five v five. I'm, I guess, a little more cautious, unless it's a really cheese team. 
Personally, I generally use them on offense just because randomness will get someone eventually. Um, it, you know, it, with with Han and Chewie always attacking, like there are ways that that team can take down a lot of stuff. But um, I think feats may cause me to move that team to be a little bit more offensive. Uh, man. One one thing that I have noticed as far as offense versus defensive teams. We can hear you. What's going on? Oh. I I don't. <laughs> be, I, I had to squadron. go fuel Beagle Squadron, and now they're going crazy. I don't know. Um, so... I don't even remember what I was talking about. Uh, low squads, CLS going on offense because of the low, um, or sort of the uh, going oh, in yes. short requirements. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that team that gives you so much flexibility, you can take all three of them in together and just totally lay waste to something, or you can split them up and have two teams that take out some pretty good but mediocre teams. Like, it does give you a lot of flexibility on offense, especially if you like using small teams. So, um, I do think that is a great way to go. And I'll, I'll be right back. I, this is insanity. I, can't <laughs> I knew it was going. You want to so, see my self-portrait? I did one for me, too. I look very... Daria? <laughs> I don't know what I look like. Looks like Daria from MTV. Yes, that's right. We're gonna, we're gonna make a MySpace reference site and a Daria tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I, it shows how old I am. Just saying. Yeah. I remember Daria. Our our, uh, our patron chat has been thrown around. You know the the evil the villain on the um, Despicable Me Two movie with the like little short one with a like that looks like this. <laughs> I have like a little one of her uh, pop whatever they're called anyway yes I look like so weird got a question lady. for you guys did you see the uh did you see that counter image that was posted on reddit counter image no i did not all right so if you go into the notes there's a tier list uh link and it should pop up the what i'm talking about I'm going to bring it up on the stream right now, but it's basically, it's a pretty sweet little uh, image. Yeah, I'm, I'm an image junkie. I love making images. So whoever put this together, whoever, we know who put it together. His name's CHSSR27 is the uh, Discord user. It's also That's his my boy. Reddit and uh, Reddit and Twitter user. You actually know him? No. Okay, I was like to say, uh, he put together this Grand Arena tier list, and I'm curious if if you guys see this as uh, same same type of deal. But he put a tier list together, S tier, which was the top tier. He had Darth Revan uh, and Jedi Knight Revan. His tier one, he had Treya. Uh, he kind of mixed uh, characters between the teams, uh, which is not what I did on my three v three image. I kind of like uniqued every team so that if you used it, you weren't splitting between them. 
But he has Treya as tier one using Sith Trooper and Dooku. But Sith Trooper's also listed in his Darth Revan team. So you got to fill it in with something else. But he had Treya, CLS Rebels, uh, Galactic Republic with uh, Padme lead, GG, or so General Grievous Separatist Droids, and Night Sisters as tier one. And then you went into tier two. He had First Order. Django-led bounty hunters, a Karth-led Old Republic team, Palpatine-led Empire team with Palpatine, Vader, Tarkin, First Order TIE pilot, not First Order, a TIE fighter pilot, and IPD. The other Tier 2 teams were Kira-led scoundrels, which is funny because the Kira-led scoundrels also have Zalbar and Mission in it, just like the Old Republic team he had. Resistance and Jedi, led by Barris. You guys seeing this? Or am I just yeah, reading yeah. off random things? No, I don't have it in front of me. No, I'm, watching. Yeah. I'm just listening to you. I'm, I'm taking notes. I so there's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of unique characters between a bunch of these teams that are listed in other ones. And if you take them out of that other team and try to put something in the place, I think it actually drops them tiers. It doesn't keep them in the tier that he's listed them as. Like, for example, if you were to use the Kira-led Scoundrels team and take Zalbar in mission and put it there, suddenly Karth-led Old Republic with Johanni, Candace Ordo, and Karth Onassi is neutered. They're definitely not Tier 2 anymore. But if you were to have that whole team, it makes sense. But it also makes sense because under the Kira-led Scoundrels, he has... Little locks above characters, meaning they have to be locked into that squad. And Zalbar and Mission are not locked on that one. Uh, tier 3, he has Ewoks, Imperial Troopers, a Maul-led Sith team, and then Wiggs-led Rebels. With this Wiggs-led Rebels team is a team that a lot of people could put together, but I don't see mentioned that often. And I think it used to have to do with the fact that some of those older Rebels had no... They just did, could not survive because they were squishy. And hopefully something like this can work a little more in the Grand Arena now that they've had all those protection updates and my, they might actually be decent enough on offense or as a counter. Uh, tier 4, Phoenix, Maybe. Rogue One. Uh, and then also a waiting placement. He had a Shock T-led clone team as well as Newt, Gunray, and Gene Oceans with Dooku. And as always, plug and play. Hermit Yoda, Wampa, Thrawn, and Ness can pretty much go anywhere and be good. So I wanted to mention this. If you haven't seen it, go to Reddit and search up Grand Arena tier list. This is on there. Uh, you can agree or disagree with it all you want, but it is a very good, at least starting point. And if you're like me and you like kindergarten where the pictures are better than the text, this is a good thing to look at and then make your own decisions off of. So I know you were making yeah. notes there, T-Money. So what uh, What exactly <laughs> were the notes on? I'm very uncomfortable with this list. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable with this list. Not comfortable with it. What are your biggest contention I mean, points? I think it really depends on your galactic power, what this list looks like for you. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, it's, it's very, very different for people, you know, Phoenix might be up a bunch of tiers, um, because it's, you know, a more common team for you in your, uh, in your, with, you know, within your peers and with your roster as the way it is. But, you know, I consider there's what we talk about universal counters and, uh, you know, no question, Revens, the Rev- two Revens are top tier, uh, absolutely. Um, Ray absolutely moves up into the tier with Treya, CLS, Night Sisters. You know, Ray can kill uh, almost everything, um, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, she can kill Jedi Knight Revan. If something can kill the meta, I think it belongs in, in tier one. And then I would definitely split up Karth. <laughs> no, Gomerace is a great Karth team. I think I don't have a great Karth team. Um, yeah, well, I think a lot, a lot of people just don't run Karth. Karth yeah. Properly, and like Newt, Newt can kill Newt can kill Revan. So I think he, you know, not on three have, geos. Like, not on three geos. Uh, well, yeah, Newt's I guess gonna have like be one of the Saj with him. <laughs> like you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I was just sticking up for you. Fine, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Newt belongs in the garbage. But and and imps, that's the other one that I really think belongs up in in tier. I think tier two is first order bounty hunters and imperial troopers because those three can pretty much kill everything on offense and defense. My imperial troopers will kill Darth Revan without Malak present. Um, so really interesting. I haven't tried that yet. I did it by accident. I was just testing how I clocked them. And I brought them into arena and I won. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Surprise! <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think this list is very, very good for a novice player. Give you some direction, right? I do think this list is very good in that regard. Um, you know, of course, you can make substitutions in, like, first order. I mean, any team with any first order team with first order officer in it. First order officers there as a handicap, as a crutch. The rest of the team, it's never going to First officer sucks. Get him out of your first order team. On, <laughs> you know, defense, but... on defense. On defense. Yes, on defense. defense. I, I think this, this is very good for, for a newer player. But as a newer player in any game with a tier list, you know, everyone's using the same tier list. So what you're going to see is everyone's using the same teams, and people will be able to counter that very easily. So, so just take the tier list, you know, and, and do switch it up a bit just to try to give yourself – um, a little bit of an edge, because if everybody that starts the game tomorrow utilizes this tier list, everyone's teams in Grand Arena are going to be identical. Um, I, 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 I've never seen anybody run that Ray team that they have listed on this on this page here. Um, BB-8 is he's not that fast, <laughs> you know. Like you have to have for for that Ray team that the only problem I have with it is you 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 have to have one of your very 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 best speed sets on your BB-8. Uh, you could easily sub in another droid for resistance trooper scab ray and, and have a better team just because it's much much faster. Um, and definitely trooper troopers is definitely a tier two team, one hundred percent. You can you can kind of slot in shock T into tier three, maybe Newt into tier four because that team they have listed is that's really only good for for beating Kira teams and a very slow boss lead. You know, it's it's not. It's not going to be too much else. Maybe a Karth, but... So, my question to you, just looking at this list, where, what, what do you, who do you run R2-D2 with? I, oh, wow, I he's can't... not on this list at all, is he? He's on what? with the CLS Rebels. Oh, I see, I see. But I don't run yeah. R2-D2 with my Rebels. 
I didn't know how passionately I felt about this, but I'm like all fussy right now. I think, I mean, if you're going to pull R2 out of the Ray team, it's got to be for better reason than putting him with CLS. CLS is already a fantastic team and it can, it can beat, you know, what are you putting CLS or sorry, what are you putting R2 in there to beat that it can already. That that's not the JKR counter. That's not the Darth Revan counter. You know, to put CL, to put R two in. You know, you put three PO in with them. You put Stormtrooper. You don't. That's not. So I don't know why why you'd put R two in there. So yeah. R two goes with with Ray unless you really I super disagree. need it somewhere okay. else. Okay, I was about to say because I R two D two pretty much helps me win. Helps me go before any other team I go against in an RJT team because he. Oh, I always open up with him doing his AOE to drop the exposes, which brings up BB-8 and RJT most of the time before the other team even goes. So that's why I was confused why he would not be in an RJT. You're not being you're not beating Jedi Knight Revan without R2 on your raid team, that's for sure. No. So. Wink, wink disagreed. Let's let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. My problem is that RJT is nobody uses RJT on defense. Um, she is primarily an offensive leader because of the number of teams that she can take down. And R2D2 doesn't really help her take down any of those teams. It can easily be done without R2 being in there. And so the the health bonuses, the offense bonuses, all that sort of stuff that R2 gives out. I think is more beneficial to the CLS team, which is more predicated on those stats and what he offers versus the RJT team that can do what it does without. And you won't even notice. You take do you take down bounty hunters with without R2 on your ray team? Yes. And how fast is your ray? <laughs> Cuz that is not my experience. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not my, my experience at all. To, but my BB-8's fairly fast. I mean, as long as, you know, if, I think if you have them about the same speed, I mean, BB-8 will go, then RJT will go, and, you know, BB-8 gets the bonus turn meter at the beginning for being a droid. He doesn't need the boost for CLS to go before anything else. Um, no, I mean, I... I've never had an issue using RJT to take down really anything. I use RJT, BB-8, Finn, um, and then I kind of mix it up depending on who I feel like using that day between Holdo, Poe, uh, Resistance Trooper, or, or God, God forgive me, Rose. I just find the stealth is, you know, that stealth is because my Ray team has Finn as a tank, and then occasionally Chopper, if I'm feeling generous, L3, you know, if I'm scared of what I'm up against. So that, you know, if it, if I just have uh, Finn and Chopper or, like, Old Ben or something, Old Ben is so slow on a Ray team, he's not getting any of the turn meter gains, that I can stealth him right away and uh, and um, kind of control the match that way. So that's that's why I use him. And and the burn as well. I usually open with burn, except for uh, um, Django Bounty Hunters, because it 
screws with their it screws with their uh, tenacity and potency. You can do like I can use not R two. It's so much harder. Or, it's so much harder. Uh, wait, do what? <laughs> I mean, this this is a good list, though. Look look at all the controversy and sparkness between the four of us. It's, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, just, uh, discussing it back and forth. I mean, this is this is a much better list than I put out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a. I think it's a good list for for for, for newer players. Like, because you, you open this game now, it's a lot different than when when we all started. Yeah, you know, there was 70 characters at most for us to choose from. Now these these people have 170 characters to mm-hmm. choose from. You know, probably you know, 120 of them didn't even make this list. You know, so it's it's good. It's good direction. Um, it is, and I think looking at it too, I guess for me is that certain like some of these. This list belongs this way for me. If they're all at gear 11, if the imps are gear 12, they it's, there's a huge difference from gear 11 and gear 12 with these characters. Like you, you know. You, sh- you should be very wary to use a gear 11 snow trooper with, with, you know, against a night sister team because you never, you know, the, the damage is going to be low. I do it all the time. Do you? So yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yes. I, I like, I'm not scared to go up against much of anything with, with my troopers. I have my Stark. Stark is, I, yeah. <laughs> I got my Stark. My Stark is 304 speed. <laughs> I came up against a freaking Asajj Ventress that was like 220 speed or something like that, and I couldn't beat her. I wasn't fast enough, and 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 I, it almost cost cost me the match. So I was like, you know what? We're just we're doing this. That's enough. So, is it 304 before the leader boost? <laughs> yeah. <or after laughs> it's 324. <laughs> We have like, you know how there it shows the um the stats for troopers on uh on SOGUH, like how fast the top fifty are or whatever. We have like I think our guild has like four spots on it. Damn. That's Not pretty good. Too shabby. See I, I haven't really ran into an issue where it was that big of a problem. Um so, be, like, what you're talking about, I have seen multiple times where Asajj will go first, and of course, if she hits Stark, it could be a slight problem, but the rest of the nights are so slow that it doesn't particularly matter, you know, if Stark does lose a little bit of turn meter. Um, you know, it's... Especially if you have Range Trooper. I think Range Trooper, he is the big difference maker in that team. Um, if you don't have Range Trooper, I think it's it's definitely different. But having him in there, uh, it just it changes the whole team. Because you get the extra 20% turn mirror boost. You get the uh, the protection up. You get the retribution. You get the, uh, the additional assist. That team will lay waste. Um, I, I've still got my Snow Trooper at gear 11. No interest in taking him up because he doesn't need it. I think Veer, Stark, and Snowtrooper are all gear 11 for me. Uh, Range and Death Trooper are gear 12. And, I mean, that team absolutely smashes. I'm not on the top 10, on top 50 list. <laughs> we're, the other thing, too, is that we're facing, we've faced 
TI blue, gold, red, mighty wallets, two, twice, Japan Alliance. Like we're facing all these huge guilds and a really, really popular thing to do right now is to get spirit up to 300, 310 speed so that you have both Ventress and her going at these like insane speeds to protect against Imperial troopers. So, uh, you know, so you've got two coming at you, you know, you've got, even if you bring in shore, trying to slow her down, Ventress is going to lift that buff and, and, or spirit is going to take it off. Uh, and then, and then Ventress is going to, you know, uh, get at somebody right after. So it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things, one of those things in territory wars and grand arena. It's like, I hate teams that are like, I could do it if it was just one speed less. (laughs) So it's like, yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of speed at the top of my roster. Not as much as Gilmarice, though, and it's 330 Malik. Damn. <laughs> I think 326 was the best I could do on Malik. That's, oh, that's exactly what mine is, 326, yeah. Oh, oh. Actually, I could do three. My Revan is 327, so I could do 328. Snap! <laughs> Never mind. Very nice. <laughs> um, I was pretty excited to see. I think I had the third healthiest general kenobi in the game and no and no one is even close to me on offense for padme i have that one slot by a mile cool i'm looking now you want me to put can i post links in your chat i don't know if yes. i have the yeah. power i'll post the link to this oh no Okay, my Gerald Kenobi has now dropped down to seven. There's a few people that have... Just six other people watch your video. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'm doing probably. it. Six people watch your video and are yeah. definitely out the one up you, man. Yeah, probably. Damn it. The mod you have with that team. I, I must say, that team of yours is, is incredibly modded. But I've got a lot of... I've got a lot of 16% health primary mods. Like, What are you going to do with those bonds when Padme's not meta anymore? What are you going to do with I'm all those like, nine speed mods? I'm going to leave them on the Padme team. That's what's so great about it. I mean, and there's also a lot of characters nowadays that really, really benefit from the health boost. I mean, you have First Order, you have Galactic Republic, you have Joe Grievous, you have, uh, you have Wampa, you have Nest. I mean, there are so many characters and teams that absolutely can use these ridiculous health numbers. Jolie's another, Jolie's another, another I, one. I, that came off really aggressive. I wasn't like criticizing. <laughs> I was, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, I, I honestly, I think that uh, health primary mods should be top candidates to slice to six dot because of. You know, the return on the investment and what they do to characters is just completely game-changing. I think it's huge. Oh, yeah. Because pe- people forget health, health steal in this game. You know, that's that's a very underutilized stat category. And you, you got oh, with ridiculous amounts of health steal. Um, I, you know, saw... I, say, I saw oh. a Padme health steal this week that was 59,000. A screenshot of a Padme health steal that was fifty nine thousand. Wow! I'm like, are you kidding me? How do, that's like that's like some characters' full protection and health. Like, that's yeah, ridiculous. I mean, you get okay. So, 
and all these characters. I mean, IG88, if he hits a target like that, I mean, that's like 75% plus his base. I mean, that's that's full health just from doing a base attack. Like, you know, on a, you know that's crazy. Well, that's that's what makes some most of these newer characters so frustrating is the fact that you get them down to red health. If they have almost a full turn meter bar, if you're not able to kill them before that turn meter fills up, you know for a fact they're gonna just gonna go right back up to full because of that life or health steal. So I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Watching Malik gain like a hundred and thirty thousand yeah. <laughs> HP is like, like he was almost dead. <laughs> Why couldn't so I just finish him? Well, it's nice whenever, you know, Malik takes a hundred and 30,000 health and your character is still standing. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe that's an exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's just awesome. You're like, okay, yeah, that's right, man. Winks, Winks Kenobi that can withstand a 400,000 health. <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe not my Kenobi. Maybe not Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. That's what we were looking at. Kenobi, not uh, I was looking at Grievous. It's oh. so much fun looking at these numbers, and uh, you know, if you guys don't know already, you can go to swgoh.gg and you can click on any character, go to top players, and then pick any stat, and you can see, like, say, you know, the fastest, say, the fastest Padme or the fastest Darth Revan or whatever you want to look at. It is super awesome. So fastest Padme meaning you can see who hasn't watched YouTube recently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You can see who's trying real hard. Because I know that there was just this waterfall of slow Padme videos over time. So well, if you don't know about I it by now. I saw someone uh, on Reddit that posted a video about using, you know, Padme that you know, just saying that she doesn't have to be slow, which is totally true. I mean, the big thing is that she goes after Bastila Sean. That's kind of the important thing. But depending on how you set up your team, you know, there's there's a lot of different things you can do. But I mean, if you can use mods that don't have any speed on a team that can be arena style worthy, I mean, that is a huge advantage to your roster. And to me, that's the benefit of using his team that has ridiculous health to where you're not particularly worried about speed as much. And I, I actually, uh, I found, I found a list here for characters that does not include a member of the Wolfpack. <laughs> Which one is that? Uh, protection on B1. <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, uh, what were we talking about? That was like the dorkiest joke I've ever told. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's saying a lot, folks. That's saying a lot. Oh, dorky. There's a word that doesn't get used much oh, in 2019. That's what I was gonna say. Modding Padme to beat Darth <laughs> Revan. It's like if you mod your Night Sisters to beat Jedi Knight Revan, they can beat anything, right? Like absolutely anything. But I find modding Padme to beat Jedi Knight or sorry Darth Revan, it kind of makes the team really annoying to fight anything else because you're depending that on the debuffs. Yeah. You're depending on those debuffs to like, you know, fuel your protection to fuel your courage. But if you're fighting a team that doesn't feed you those debuffs, you're just kind of like waiting and waiting and waiting to go while they B 
beat you, <laughs> you know, like literally like beat you, beat on you. So I yeah. could not agree more. A hundred percent. Yes. That, that is the one downfall to modding that team that way. But, you know, if it pretty much locks you up a win against the Darth Revan with Malak team in Grand Arena, it's totally worth it. Um, really? It's just, yeah, you don't particularly, I mean, you don't really want to use it against a whole lot else. Um, yeah, but I mean, it'll the, win. The it's just really is, slow. <laughs> yes, and you can swap out. You know, you can swap out C three PO and move in, say Grandmaster Yoda or R two D two for the two best mm -hmm. candidates for the next slot in there, and then you can kind of use that to manipulate the team and take out different teams if you need to. But I mean. Mine's just basically set up for killing Malik, and that's how I plan on using it in Grand Arena. The offense in that Padme is quite impressive, man. <laughs> that's, that's something else. Did you take your yeah. mods off Yoda? Uh, which mods? Offense mods to get Padme to where she is? Um, I think she uses a couple of the mods that were on Yoda. So now that I am not fighting, now that I'm not using uh, Jedi Knight Revan and Grandmaster Yoda against other Jedi Knight Revan teams, I switch back to a crit damage uh, set on Grandmaster Yoda. And because I've been raiding again, that leads to more damage. So I'm running crit damage set on him now um still you know offense three offense primaries crit damage primary basically no speed just stupid amounts of offense but um yeah no offense set on him currently and that that really like if if i'm trying to figure out if i can beat a grandmaster yoda with you know my ray team or my night sisters team um that's the first thing i look at i just go and look at the yoda and if it has a crit damage set on it, I'm like, damn it. Because, <laughs> like, the <laughs> offense set, the offense set, the concept is like, you know, over time, you're going to be doing more damage. Well, that's, you know, you don't really care about that with the Night Sisters. You care about them being one shot with the basic attack. So, um, yeah. So that's that's really, really hard to, to go against. It's pretty much impossible for me to go against a Grandmaster Yoda if it's got, like, a crap ton of offense and a crit damage set on it. It's a, it's a no-go. Oh. One interesting thing, though, about Grandmaster Yoda is, you know, he can, depending on team comp, he can get crit damage up, which actually makes him more dangerous with the offense set, usually. Yeah, and then critical chance, he'll have critical chance from Basla, too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's such a fun character. He is. He's a good, he's a good guy. All right, so I'm yeah. not going to lie. I've reached a point where my brain has turned <laughs> to mush. Like, that's that's where we're at. Like, I, So my question is, as far as this Grand Arena Championship, first Grand Arena Championship goes, if you, were to, if you were to have to pick one, let's say one tip that you're going to pull out of thin air right now for people, what would your tip be? Ooh. Uh, mine is All just... right. 
Go. Go, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go. Go. No. I'll go no, while you guys okay. think. How about this? Paper. I'll go for first while you guys think of Mine would be this, and as far as, as much as I don't really care about these things, and I think that they're going to change over time, before you do a battle, look at your feats and figure out of your counters or whatever you're going to go in to fight, look at how you can maximize the amount of points you're going to get from winning that battle. If you can pull one person out of that team and still get the win to get finish a feat, or you can get more points that way, do that. Do everything you can to continue to push your way up the ladder because as, as you do that, all the different things that you can do to make that happen will get you grant you more rewards in the end. And in the end, despite bragging rights, which is always great, the more rewards you can get, even better. And for me, that's what I'll be looking at is the way to the easiest ways to maximize my rewards with what I have and how I'm doing it with what's in the game right now. So that would be my tip is keep track of what you're doing and pay a little more attention than you normally do because there are more points to be gained by taking into account everything else that's been added into this Grand Arena Championship. Yeah, I agree. And, and mine's related to that. It's like th this particular Grand Arena set is different. If you're a defensive player, you can't play that way in this one because you can't. You can't. You're gonna, that's fine. That's fine because you're going to lose. going to ruin a lot of people's day. You're going to lose because you have to you have to clear 10 territories. Well, mm -hmm. there are four territories in each game. That means you have to clear 12. If you don't have the offense available to clear those, if someone sets everything against you and you just don't, you can't do it, that you're going to give up all of those points, right? So you have to, it's, it's different than it was. Maybe, you know, next time it's going to be different. Maybe next time it's, you have to stop people from clearing your territories, but this one in particular, it's, it's not, a, it's not a full on defense run at it with, uh, you know, butt it with your forehead sort of thing. But I think, you know, generally speaking, if you want to compete in Grand Arena, you have to be in Arena and you have to be practicing. You have to climb with your counters every single day. There are, you know, there are a handful of people who do that in my Arena. They're just starting, really. I haven't really seen people do it that much. Um, but yeah, climb every day with your counters. Spend at least 50 to refresh every single day because you have to know how much you can depend on those counters. Is it 60% of the time you can win? Is it 90% of the time? Like, you have to know those numbers to be able to plan out your offense and your defense. That's, that's a good point. Well, I, I couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, you get, you get, you get <laughs> a thousand points. You get a thousand points for winning your bracket, right? One thousand points. If you lose a match because you're chasing undersized territories or trying to complete the feats that give you 125 points, if let's say you're chasing the undersized squad uh, thing, right? You accidentally go in there and you lose, and that costs you the match. You get that feat, but you have netted negative 875 points. Um, for the for the, the tournament, you have to I mean, win. But I mean, obviously, I'm going to win. Do you not? <laughs> the next time around, do we the know feats, what the the feats are a trap? You know, you're going to chase the feats, and if you chase them too hard, it will cost you winning a match that you probably could have won. Um, you know, I just winning is the most important aspect of this all, uh, and you could win. Um, you know, very important tip. You know, we, we say it all the time on our show. You know, you got to find those characters that facilitate the team. You know, the, the Hermit Yodas, 
the BB-8s, um, the first order officer for a lot of people for their first order team, you know, um, you know, just, just all sorts of characters that are fast, stark. We talk about Imperial Troopers a lot. Stark is an excellent example of that. Um, just, you know, they go first, they facilitate the team, the whole team gets a turn, and, you know, the Starks can be lightning fast. Team Lightning is 304, but, um, you know, hers is 304, you know, and then she, he gives the two boosts, and then the rest of your team can be 20% turn meter slower. They don't have to go right after him. So there's a lot of ways to really spread your speed um, effectively, and I think that's that is the key to any game mode in this uh -huh. game is, is clocking your teams properly. Do, utilize things like Galactic War. Uh, go just build your team. Go in there, launch the battle, make a couple moves just to see if they're going the way you want them. If they're not, retreat. Build a little differently. Take a speed off. Add a speed here. Go back in and test it out because you you want to see how your teams function and if they're going in the right order. Imperial troopers are. Absolutely imperative um, to, to have them go yes. in a set order. Um, you know, Wink's video. Um, you know, the, the the Padme team. Very set order. Very very important. You get the the the, the character clock correctly. Um, it's a very important aspect of the game. They'll go a long long way. Um, turn meter removal and turn meter manipulation will always be. Well, I say that, but they're slowly starting to get rid of the turn the turn meter aspect of it with all these Padme. You can't even gain turn meter or lose it. So. Um, and turn meter is still very important. I guess it's slowly making its way out of the game, but it's uh, I don't know. There, there's I have a couple. Of, I have a couple of thoughts from what you, your your uh, your tip there. First one is, I don't think that anyone really. I hope that no one would look at the feats and say, "Okay, well, I have a fifty percent chance of winning this, and if I win it, I'll get the feat. If I lose, okay, uh, whatever." Hopefully, people are looking at those things in a aspect of I can win as well as complete this. Not of I can I can possibly get this, but I don't know that it's going to happen. And then the other part to that is I'm curious, and we haven't really talked about this as well. What the scaling is on the points you get for defeating a team after the first go round. So if it's a thousand for clearing. Or if it's a thousand for beating the team, or whatever it is for beating the team, what is the points you will get towards moving to the next league for beating a team the second time? Like, what is the drop off in points you get after they've defended against you once? You know what I mean? I like, don't think what, there is based on like how what bad I've is seen. the penalty for trying to get that feat, and if you can't beating it the second time. Uh, how many points are you actually losing that way? Because yes, you're going to lose, like you said, the uh, 875 if on the next time you got zero for clearing the team. But if it was still 1,000 the second time you got it, then you're still getting the, well, you wouldn't get the 125 for the first time if you lost, but I'm curious where how the points break down in that aspect and whether mm -hmm, or we not on a, let's say, you have a 66% chance, which all numbers are made up, but let's say you think you have two out of three times you beat this team and you can get the the the, the feat if you do that instead of going with your 100% team. Like, what are you getting penalized if you go in and beat it the second time? That's the only reason in an unknown that we don't know now that I would wonder about when making that decision. You know what I mean? Also, okay, okay, that's that's a good point. Like, if I let's say I go in against you, Darth Revan team, 
and I fail, but I take out Revan and Malik, and then I go in with you know three characters and clean out the other three. I mean, will that count? Does that, that your... count? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering yeah. too. Yes. I, so I mean, I you don't can know why it wouldn't. So so. But there's got to be diminishing diminishing returns, right? On like this is the second yeah. battle. What is the well, what is the percentage I'm, of points yeah, you lose for it being the second? That's one? the same as it all. I mean, that's the same as it's always been, as far as you know, the points you get offensively. Um, first, I think first time you get plus thirty points, and then plus ten points for the second battle. Um, if you win, and then after that, you don't get anything additional. Um. Okay, so if, yeah, if you win on the first try, you get a bonus thirty points. If you win on second try, you get the bonus ten banners. Um, and that's why, like, after the second attempt, just absolutely make sure you beat it with like a undersized team or one character that you know can finish full health and protection or something along those lines. It doesn't matter how many teams you use after that point. People get really excited whenever their team has five or six defenses. But it doesn't really matter. Anything over two is basically the same. And so that goes for offense and defense. Except if it's defense. in the front and they don't get to your back because they can't get through. And they well, don't have counters for you. that affects things. So yes, it's not the same, but I get, I get your point. That's true. If I lost twice, I have no shame in losing six times. What I'm doing is I'm sending in three basically jump squads to get the turn meter exactly. manageable. And then go in with my real team. Like, I don't yeah. care. Like, he's like, you lose twice. It doesn't matter if you, you know, that's just for looks. Yep. Like, I'm not in there actually losing. I'm bringing in Mob Enforcer and Ugnot to try to get your Darth Revan's turn meter back down. You know, it's like, it's, uh, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. I just, yeah. It is, it's going to be a different ball game too, because everyone will be thinking like this. So, you know, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I do disagree with you, Yvonne. Like if you're going to like, you might win the battle, but you're not going to win the war because the points are cumulative. Right. And you're going to have to win every single um, matchup. And you're going to have to do all of the feats to be able to get in those, in that top, you know, 100, 200, 300, like think everybody's like, there's a lot of people who are going to be able to do that. So right, if you lose, if you lose one, if you do not win, you're all angry he is. If you, don't but win, you will, if you're smart about it is my point. Yeah. If, if you, oh, my point was, if you go after the feats and lose your grand arena, because you were going after the feats, you know, that's not my, very bright. Here's my point. Best player in the galaxy. Why are feats deciding that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just well, saying. another dynamic, I mean, right? Like it's a it's it's another dynamic. I mean, they've tried to not do yes. bonuses and that sort of thing in here, like make bonuses for characters so that the theory crafting is more straightforward. But, you know, like it's yeah. I mean <clears throat> I think these I'm are not... pretty reasonable things. Like they're they're good measures, you know, going I'm not... clearing whole territories. I'm not saying that they're not like fun and interesting. I'm just saying that like the more they the more fluff they add to this mode beyond the banners and just winning and defending and winning an entire championship, the more fluff that's added to it, the more I look at it and think to myself like for example the fleet arena thing. Like there it's just all this extra stuff that's added in that's not part of what I think is the PVP part of it. Now, granted, it's so I guess you can. I j- minuscule. 
Feats are going to separate a person that wins every single Grand Arena number one and doesn't do a single feat from the person that wins every single Grand Arena and does all of them by like thousands yeah. of points. So it'll it'll separate. I bet no, one feat. Not... Missing one feat will put you out of the top. You know, top fifty definitely. Top two hundred maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, but then I think about it right now. I'm thinking it does take a lot of planning and knowing of the game to make that happen in PvP. So, I mean, I guess it does actually enforce their point about being good at PvP if you can make that happen. But, I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to me how much... Throw PvE, v, PvE in there, and you can throw the leaderboard out for me. Because it's not a um, PvP leaderboard anymore. Feats total 495. I mean, that's... That's almost nothing in getting out of the bottom league. I mean, it's except it's, except that you don't know that those aren't going. There aren't certain ones that are going to be daily, and you don't know that there are going to be ones that reset every time you finish it to do it again. So, looking at what we have now, yes, it's minuscule. But there was we didn't mention this yet, but there was a forty-eight hour feat that they deleted out of the game. And that 48-hour feat was... Does anyone remember what it actually was? It couldn't be completed, so they got rid of it. But it was a 48-hour feat, which already shows that there are not... Every feat is not six days long. There are different time periods on feats, which means every that round... That doesn't there could be mean they refresh, are, though. If it's 48 hours, that's two days. How long is a round? Six. 48 hours, correct? So. You're going to get no, new feats per round, along with your six days. There, you don't know how many feats you're going to get at this point to say that 425 is minuscule. No, hey, you, I, get, you get points I, for actual I, banners, I too, Yes, you get points yeah. for setting defense, yeah. you get set for banners, <clears throat> you get sets for yeah. winning. Like, there's a lot of points to be set. And feats are not going to be the majority of chunks for your points, but they are what will separate this person from the other person. Where the frick are they listed? Where are all the points listed? If we get points for banners, I can go ahead and guarantee anyone that's watching this, if I see you in the top 100, I am placing a atrocious defense and ruining your day. I don't care. Why? <laughs> because I don't, because why not? I'll put in my eight best teams and just struggle to beat you. By three and four shotting all your teams, and you can't get through my front wall. Will I get yeah. top 100? No, but you won't either. <laughs> so it's, you know, I mean, yeah, but here's the thing. I, I mean, it. it depends on what they said as defense. If you set strong defenses and people are going offense, if people are going heavy offense, they're going to have some weak ass defenses. So, I mean, so it's, that's, that's my point. That's what people do now. People are like, oh, you have to go heavy same offense. Double edged sword. Yeah, I'll place all my best defensive teams, and you place, you know, Karth as your feature team. I'm going to burn through your zone just as more efficiently than you're going to burn through I've mine. had people set every single one of their meta teams on me, and I've still gotten through them. So, well, you're a better player than me. But we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to come up against each other one of these days. I man. cannot wait. I, I'm going to place. That'll be the streaming. That, that'll be the streaming date of the year, right there. Yes, and that will be the last nice. stream of Operation Metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> I will be there with bells on. Just nice. 
Joe. We're pissing Joe. at each other on our good days. Uh, that would be like, <laughs> I, I, I would be a fr- little frowny face. I can't hide my feelings very well. <laughs> oh, man. I if I could beat you, I, would, I don't hide mine either. I'd be sitting there smirking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so I finally, I don't think we got Wink's tip. Wink, what was your big tip? Please give us all your big tip. All right. <laughs> Prepare for my big tip. Um, I am. You know, I am actually, normally I would say make sure your teams are modded, but oh this. God, yes, please. But this Grand Arena has already started. So I think as a tip for this Grand Arena, I am going to say just to be contrary to T-Money, set set some good defenses. And when I say good defenses, I don't necessarily mean set Jedi Knight Revan or anything like that. Your your teams that get you 60 points, you still want on offense, but if you have a team that will catch someone off guard, if you have a team modded in a way that's unexpecting, do not be afraid to use it and set up your defense so that try to set teams that have similar counters in a line so that hopefully they will burn a counter on an earlier territory, making their way to the back territory where they find something that they've already used the counter for. Um, I, I think that it, it doesn't work all the time because most teams have multiple counters, but it is a pretty good way to try to catch someone off guard. All right, so I have you all here, and I think that uh, me as a 4 million Galactic Power player, I think people might be able to relate to me, especially with those terrible Galactic or Grand Arena stats. I'm going to tell you my defense, and you just tell me what you think. All right. How about that? All right. Sounds good. All right. So I'm going to tell you what I set earlier today when I got the, when I apparently beat wink at my highest grand arena score ever. Uh, all right. So top zone, I have two, two people in every zone in the, uh, division two. My top zone is Darth is Darth Revan Sith empire with, uh, you know, seven star Malak and Sith trooper along with the other three. Along with a Karth team, there. Uh, one's gear twelve. Candorus is gear twelve. The rest are all gear eleven. I got all the Zetas. Uh, let's see. The bottom I did my Night Sisters team led by Asajj instead of instead of uh, what's her face? Thousand. Grand Grandmama Talzin. That's her name. There you go. And then I set Grandmama. Um. Treya with her, but the Treya team is this. You're gonna laugh at this one. Treya, Sion, Darth Nihilus, Thrawn, and Nest. That is who and Nest. Thrawn. Thrawn and Nest. Ooh, no, that's nasty. That's nasty. That's a lot of resources. Yeah, it's it's it's, after I think about it, it's that was probably pretty dumb. But I was trying to get them because Darth yeah. Revan usually in my bracket in Grand Arena no one ever really got through him. They probably will now cuz there's so many counters to him and we've missed Grand Arena for a month. But I was trying to really set the bottom to be harder to get through like the top will be, but you get to the back on the top behind the Darth Revan is 
a mostly gear nine <laughs> Phoenix team, which will get destroyed by Wampa, a boss glid bounty team, and then on the bottom is crew first order along with my completely zated all gear 12 max ewoks that's nasty that's i said something similar but i don't i always keep treya um i always keep treya i do too she's just so normally i do but for some reason i set her on defense this time and and since the darth revan team came around I really don't know what to put with her for those other two spots because the rest of my Sith are complete garbage. So I was like, all right, what's plug and play? I'll put Nest in there. And then I'm like... No, that's put, a nasty team. I'll put Thrawn in there. And then I'm like, oh, well, that was probably not the smartest idea for my offense set. But Well, and what you just said is why I keep Kraya for offense. You can use just her, Darth Nihilus, and Scion and I often use them against bounty hunters, and I mean, I can finish with 62 points most of the time. I mean, it's crazy good. You you can, you can three, I mean, throw in Sith Trooper for a four-man team. You, you can four-man damn near every team in the game with that. Yeah. Like, yep. it's, See, don't actually, don't put in a fifth. Like, if you put in a fifth, yeah. unless you're going maybe against a really tough bounty hunter team, we were just talking about that today in the guild, uh, you might need a fifth if you think they might get a night or execute off. But, you know, if not, like, on, against Night Sisters, you know, you might, somebody might die, but they're not going to get to Scion before he gets off held by hatred if you've got a, another pre-taunting tank in there. But you will lose your fifth if you take in a fifth. Yeah, so that's my main thing is like, is those three, I didn't, I don't know. I can't put Sith Tripper with them anymore because I put them in my Darth Revan team and that's what makes the, because back in the day I ran, when I ran Treya, it was Thrawn and Sith Trooper. That was the three, the five, and that worked fine. But once you start moving Thrawn into other teams and Sith Trooper with Darth Revan, now you got those three and nothing to do with them. So we'll see how it goes, I guess. Could always run uh, could run Sith Marauder with Darth Malak, and then that frees up Cooper to go elsewhere. My Sith, Rather's, Sith Marauder is gear eight and won't be geared anytime soon. So that's the... I got a lot of Sith I need to gear, Dude, but none of them are priority. He is still... Even at gear eight, that dude wrecks face. He might he might be easy to kill, but he is dangerous to deal with. I mean, no, good. I completely agree. It's it's it, I like Sith Marauder for such a simple kit. He's a really great character, but like anyone in here, all four of us here playing this game, you it's all resource, and you got to gear the guys you know are going to complete a team. And Sith Marauder just never completed the team for me. And then it became separatist. So I, I wailed on him this last week. Gone uh, me into it. Gone brought me into it. I didn't talk you into sh- You stuff. did. <laughs> My Sith Marauder's hitting for 172 in Arena. <laughs> yeah, but you also hear me say, I love Biston. Biston is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I say ridiculous stuff all the time in this game. I know. It's, it's like. I fall. You're very passionate. I just uh, fall into Sith your, is your very, passion. Very he's very, very good uh, for certain situations. He's he's very flexible. We, we said using Sith Marauder 
will allow you to pull off Sith Trooper for the trade team we just mentioned. It's maybe some of the real tough Night Sisters, some of the other stuff. Um, you know, Sith Trooper is very, very helpful. Um, Sith Rider is very, very good. And you can clock him a multitude of ways to kind of make your team less vulnerable to this, less vulnerable to that. Um, it's, I mean, it kind of sucks. Our rosters are locked, and you, you kind of have to pick one way or the other with him. But, uh, you know, there's some of those crits he delivers. Like, he's up there with HK. Um, and in terms of damage, it's it's really cool to have two bazookas on your team. It's a lot of fun, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, yes. All right, guys. Well, 100%. I think that we've reached the point where I've we've. This is how it always goes with all four of us. We could talk probably another two hours, but yes, I'm um, getting tired. But every I know uh, it looks like people are getting tired. I know I am. So we'll stop it here. Uh, we got a lot of more to talk about this in the future. So we'll we'll go back and do some like uh, let's say. Well, granted, you guys ever want to come back? I don't know how much you like coming on the show, but. Always, slides. Don't breeze and breeze with me a little bit more than he did tonight. Yeah, I got, I got a little feisty on that last one. I apologize. <laughs> I, I love it. That's good. That's good radio. I've been kind of, right? you know, so sitting on my little rock here too. But we'll come back and we'll revisit, like maybe a month or a month and a half in a month. A month and a half from now would only be like in the middle of the first Grand Arena Championship, probably. But we'll come back and revisit this and see what we think about what's going on and the, the feats and the, uh, the running through the leagues and everything else. But uh, I just want to say thank you guys for coming on. I, I, I love hanging out with you guys. You guys are so fun to, uh, you guys are always there for us. You guys are really awesome. So appreciate you coming, hanging out with us. Um, as far as this week goes, good luck to everyone in Grand Arena Championships. And then as well in GOTBs, I think <laughs> I love that picture. Gom, that's that's good stuff. But uh good luck in GOTPs. I think we should probably be starting. We'll be on the starting day of GOTB next week when we run the podcast. So we'll talk about our phase one experiences then and uh we'll see what happens. But for now, everyone out there that's running Grand Arena Championships this week, good luck. Uh final words from the three of you. What do you have to say? from us yeah you yeah yeah thanks for having us on i just was thinking that you guys are like probably our little youtube crush right uh, yeah yeah so we love coming on and thanks for having us for sure thank you guys and thank you for coming on as always always. uh we love chatting with you guys guys and and, i mean i mean y'all might might be back at some <laughs> yeah, maybe. So. If not, we're gonna just troll your chat until you until you invite us in. Until Wink's internet craps out, and then I'm like, yeah, I gotta call in. in. Or yeah, or, or until or your, your internet, internet craps, craps out. Craps because out. because <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's yeah. Let's not talk about that. The anger will flow. All right, so everyone out there, thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week as we talk about GOTBs and the first week of grand arena championships thanks for listening and uh from the rest of us here on the shattered order pad podcast later so well (laughs) later bye